Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O.'s you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking Vape Podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, meaning from later, along with any other goddamn thing you want to talk about, coming to you live, direct, poo the concept studios, what the fuck is going on? What's going on, man? It's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been an interesting week for you. <laughs> uh, yes, my friend. Uh, you know, I had something for this. I was going to talk about it. Um, we can start it off with that if you, if you want. Uh, let's go. go. You know, but before we do, you man, know, I, I want to I do like since I uh, since I can now watch Skip and Shannon again. Since I, I barred myself from watching it, we can we can go ahead and do the uh, the fist bump. To, uh, oh, is that to what they do? That, yeah, that, to start okay, the show, yeah, they yeah. Can do a little fist bump. Just be like, hey, I like how you're we're, we're going to go to war. Ram on it too. You know. You know. Uh, you know. Okay, if that's what you want to take out of it, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, okay, uh, so we're, keep talking for one sec. I'm going to have to change something real, real quick. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and change it, but don't change that shirt. I like that. Yeah. You, you know what? You know who you really work I, for. Whenever you cash your checks, it's my signature on it. Yeah. Signed by me and my partners at the LA Rams Charity Foundation. For bum ass motherfuckers who are fans of Green Bay. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, your boy showed up to practice today. Yeah, he's there. Randall Cobb yeah. is coming back. Yeah, Randall Cobb's coming back. Uh, uh, do you think uh, what's his name's coming back? Oh no, I mean he's, he's just, coming back. He's he's got one year left on his contract, right? He's, he's, Adams. Uh, he's got a year left on his contract. No, okay, was happy. So so look, so look, so look, so let's, let's, let's be good lately. Let's, what? <laughs> he's unhappy in the relationship. How do you? Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, weird metaphor, but okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, look. Hold up, wait, first, yeah. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper right now. It's, yeah. I haven't done this in, like, five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, like, how's your blood pressure? Is it, are you, are you um, okay? It's going to spike it? pretty soon. <laughs> uh, also, let's pause for a second. Um, yeah. Prayers out to Bob Odenkirk, who oh, we all know shit. from yeah, yeah, Better yeah. Call Saul. And, yeah, he's rushed to the hospital, uh, right? Bad. Yeah, he was uh, rushed to the hospital. He is in stable condition right now. He suffered... Mm. A heart attack earlier today. Damn, dude. Um, but he is in stable condition, so you know, prayers out to Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, that was a, that family. was a good catch because I, uh, yeah, I had seen that, but I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, note it to uh, to state on the show. But uh, but for sure, man, that it's always scary, man, when um, when people because uh, we, we look at everybody who's on the screen as like almost like invincible, right? Like anybody who graces the screen, whether it's we like them, we hate them, whatever. Uh, you know, we we just look at them as like, holy shit! Like this person's like on my TV screen. They do shit on TV all the time, so they just don't ever are. They're never sub- succumb to like human shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, and they're and they live there on TV, meaning that like if they have a performance, right? We're still watching shows from like the fucking nineties, eighties, seventies. You know, those people. Some of those people are dead. <laughs> you know, but they live on through their work. Um, and so, anyways, um. Yeah, shout out to uh, to, to Bob Odenkirk. Um, you know, hopefully he can uh, he can be on the men's and 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 get back soon. I know. Yeah. I, I think it was on. Yeah, you you said it. Uh, it was on on the set of uh, Better Call Saul. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure that shut down production and all that shit. But I guess that's the least of worries. Um, you know, in that in that case. So unless you yeah. just started that day and you really need the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think they're, because they're. I'm pretty sure they. Well, that yeah. is like, with, oh, the, with, know, the, fuck, with the production well, like that, yeah. it's, they're all like unionized and shit. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I'm sure they have some clauses in there. Like, look, 
uh, some niggas kick off or something like that. Uh, I still could get that check at the end of the day. You know, yeah. you still got to pay that out. What do you think of some of the, and this is completely off topic, but like <laughs> some movie sets or like production sets where yeah. like the actor is like very volatile. You probably have to be very nervous. Like, yo, this thing could shut down at any time. Like, if you're on the set of like a Tom Cruise movie, you're just mm-hmm. like, yo, like, what's gonna no, happen? No, today? not not a Tom Cruise movie. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna press on unless COVID strikes. Well, which like, let's say times. you put like mustard on your sandwich and he just goes off. On you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Individually, sure. Like, yeah. in terms of having the entire pr- sh- uh, production shut down because like somebody's like spazzing out. That's come on. Or a Captain Heigl set. Catherine Yeah, how, you know, how did she get into this? She has like a, she has a huge, it's like, you know, like the, um, she has a huge rap for being like one of the most difficult actresses in I, You see, people say with. shit like this, but I don't, I don't know that to be true. It could just be people put shit out there in the universe because they don't, they just don't fuck with her. I don't know. I think it's like, because, you know, every year it comes out of like the list of actors and uh, actresses in Hollywood who are like the most fun to work with or people who are like the, like well known according to who the people who love or hate the industry insiders okay I'll trust the in rap if it were for me if, it, if, it, report, if, it, if, it, if it were fucking uh, who's that other fucking dick face dude uh, uh, who's in the NFL no he's on ESPN uh, fucking um Fuck. Who What's his fucking, name? Uh, Not Ian Rappaport, but um, his, I went to, does it start with an S or something? Sure that? That? I was thinking about Max. Um What's his name? No, Max? it's not. It's not Max. Uh, Max Keller. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. No. I don't trust. No, no. This is um, Skip Bayless. Mel no, 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 no. He's he's uh, a, he's a, usually a pretty pretty good one. No, Ian Rappaport. He's like this. He does the same thing as Ian Rappaport does. Uh, hmm. And Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. If it's fucking okay. Adam Schefter, fuck everything that fucking. I don't know. He's like, pretty. He's fuck, pretty. Fuck spot everything on. that nigga says. How about it? I'll put it straight up. <laughs> Fuck everything that I think it says. Because he's the one who broke the um, the Aaron Rodgers news uh, on draft day. But in reality, there was no real news at that point. It was just Rodgers. Oh, the 49ers weren't going to pick him? Pick who? Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. I'm talking about this past draft. not Oh, about the know, Jordan Love draft ago. thing? No, no, no. Yeah, so this past year, on draft day, Adam Schefter dropped the news that, oh, Aaron Rodgers is not returning to the Packers. Mm. Or something to that effect. Um, when in reality, it was like something that was like they were having conversations and it wasn't by any stretch of an imagination, like a good situation for either parties. But he made it he put a fucking soap opera sort of like twist on it and made everything seem eminent when really it's stuff that had been occurring throughout, like at the end of the season, you know, at, at the end of the Packers season um, through, you know, through up until the, to the draft. And it didn't even need to fucking be like that. But I bet Aaron Rodgers fed that to him. No, he, Aaron he, Rodgers he, he, so, in, foot, in the NFL is like Kevin Durant. Like they're like <laughs> hypersensitive. You to say everybody's media. like Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, in sports, there's like in NBA, Kevin yeah. Durant probably the most sensitive player in the NBA when it comes to like That's social true. media. No, no, no. Well, in, he, in, he's, in, the, he's the most. Aaron Rodgers. He's the most successful public. Or a person, uh, he's the most successful person in the NBA whose stuff has been made public. We actually don't know who the most sensitive person in an NBA or NFL is because what if they, you know, what if his burner account never gets found out? We don't. Kevin know Durant, and this is a fact. Kevin yeah. Durant, I think it was in 2020. <laughs> uh, he has more tweets than yeah. points scored throughout his NBA career. He responds to everything on social <laughs> Wait, that media. can't be a fact. No, it's a fact. It was a fact. What? So they put out a, they like looked at his point scored. Yeah. And then you, know, you can pull the aggregate report. Wait, down. oh, just this past season, not like uh, forever. As of 2020, he has more tweets than points scored like, in the NBA. 
in terms of all time to all time? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus <yeah>. Christ. <laughs> Dude, log off. Is he practicing? He's <laughs> never had practice. He's, yeah, that's, he's just in the back tweeting. Stat. What the fuck? Does he have like an entire other job as a Twitter influencer? Bro, what the, what's going on? Everything. Like KD Jesus. will respond to regular fans like who just like, oh, KD sucks. And he'll respond like, no, I don't. <laughs> Why, yo? <laughs> so fucking petty. Jesus Christ. All right. All right, because all right, I don't want to spend too too much time on this because we're our our, our time is, uh, is is not infinite here. But what I do want to say about this Aaron Rodgers situation, um, number one, for everybody who's like, cause what what this really is highlighted for me is how trash watching ESPN is, how trash watching uh, fucking NFL Network is. It's all trash, meaning that they're really th- their only goal at the end of the day is just to make sensational content. That's it. Whether there's sensational content that's there or not, right? Um, like, so for instance, I, I've tried to like just ignore everything, but every now and then I'll like peer in and I'll hear fucking Marcus Spears fucking, well, Aaron Rodgers needs to get paid because you know why and how they treat that man. It's just like, dude, pipe down. You, you don't even, fuck, do, do you even know Rodgers? Like, do you, yeah. do you text him? No, like you, you just are a fucking dude on ESPN yelling at Be the top real, of your Aaron Rodgers does not make it easy to, for him and like what's going on in the Packers organization to be like, Avoided, right? What do you, why not? So, for example, today uh, during a press conference, he was like, uh, "You know, oh, it's you know, it's great to be here. It's my seventeenth year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love my teammates. I love the or." I love the fans. Yeah. So he was going to say, I love the organization that yeah. he like, but I think he did that intentionally. Well, whether he did it and today was his first, but like, you know, that's going to become news. Fair enough. Today was his first press conference, like ever talking about the thing, right? This entire summer, he hasn't said jack shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't attribute a single fucking comment aside from when he went on ESPN uh, with, I think, Kenny Mayne, uh, was his, uh, last, uh, program or whatever on there. Um, and he made some comments like, yeah, I love the fans. And he, he, he's already said as much. He's already said that he loves the fans. He loves his teammates. He loves the coaches. And he specifically left out everybody in the fucking front office, right? Yeah. Like, and clearly they had a rift, right? Clearly. Like, you wouldn't, like, if me and you are beefing, I'm not going to go on a fucking national television and be like, nah, I love him. He's fa-. like, okay, yeah. I would because we're, you know, we're, we're fan, but like, like, if we were really, really fucking beefing, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, that's my man day one. Like, no, I'm gonna say straight up. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna air you out, but at the same time, if somebody asks me straight up, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. whatever. Like, um, <laughs> 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 that's how you know somebody's got an issue. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's cool. He's cool. Um, so, but what, what I, what I will say, is uh and and yes uh we always have a dude he literally just walks around with the speaker playing it as loud as he can that's a guy with a speaker that's a dude walking the streets with a speaker right now i don't i don't know I, it's a thing to do I okay. but i love baltimore that's all i can radio say. Raheem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i suppose yes yeah. the modern day version i suppose um but uh look let me let me wrap this up because this is already taking too much time um say what you will about rogers or the packers right in truth, neither for for, uh, for first, I've learned that ESPN and all all that shit on TV is just utter trash because they all they're trying to do is just size shit up. Is they they're the people who choose, they see two people about to get into fight and they're just in the back. Ooh, yo yo, he just talks about your mom. Yo, he just he just fucking he just yeah. he just spit on your daughter's face. It's just like whoa, none of that ever happened. But you're putting it in there because you want to see this fight happen because it's good for you if this shit happens. Um, and I realized that before, but. It's just really been fucking highlighted in this situation with as much like misinformation that they ran with that it was just like, yo, you're just leaning into this shit. Um, first, 
the media is trash. Second, neither party is really wrong in this situation. For everybody saying that Rogers is wrong, no, not really. He just wants control over this fucking future. Ain't nothing bad with that. Yeah. The organization's wrong? No, they're not because they're like they're thinking about the future. They're like, dude, you're look, we're you're you were the MVP last year, but I don't know how many years you got. Let's see what this dude Jordan Love has. Not a bad plan for the future. It's the same. It's the reason why Rogers is even there, right? Because that's the organization's philosophy. Is it's like, look, as we start seeing you either declining or we just know that you're getting up there in age, we're going to get your replacement, and then we're going to deuce out after you know maybe a, a couple of years of of you and this other person being on the same roster. You know, um, I hope they can work it out. It's like fifty fifty of whether it's going to work itself out. Um, I'm just glad that he's back for one last season. And all I can really say about this season coming up is Brady. And I'll leave it at that. I got I got something special. I got something I got something in the chamber. Is that a good chamber. thing or a bad thing? That's all I, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Rogers uh a lead on this. Sometimes he says, you know, there's wisdom in silence. All I'm gonna say is Brady. I'm gonna leave it there. Let's continue. Wayne with the show. Brady. <laughs> yeah. Hey, start speculating now. It's, it's like when uh, Devontae and Rodgers so put out there. Are you saying Tom Brady's going to win another Super Bowl? Because the same exact sure. team that won last year's Super Bowl mm-hmm. is the same exact team that's back this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's going to be the LA Rams. But let's quickly <laughs> move on. Didn't he just say? Let's quickly move According on. to his own logic, that didn't make any You're sense. You're wearing a Rams shirt. Listen, yeah, we've, got, uh, we've got support coming in from places we least expected. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, look, let, let's jump into some this week, next week shit. Man, dude, I know you had a lot of shit on the card uh, that you wanted to, to that you, you had on there. Do you want to get to any of that uh, for this week, next week? Uh, I mean, so like, uh, for me on the card, and like when we talk about the card, it's like a list of things that we put together for the week that we want to sure, talk sure. about. Um, really, it was just like a lot of, uh, like this week has been, for me, uh, a surprise in terms of uh, a lot of the horror movie genre content that's like been pushed you, out. I like how you just emphasize horror. Was it like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a W. <laughs> <laughs> so last week we 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 started we ended our our show with talking about like where the horror movie genre is at right now, right? Yeah. And then I was surprised to see this week a lot of um I, I believe like there are three movies that came out with a uh, uh trailers for horror movies um which I, I haven't seen much of. Like I think this is the first time this year that I've really uh, other than the Conjuring, this is the first time this year that I've really noticed like trailers for horror movies coming out that look reminiscent of like some of the horror movie uh, films that we're, like, we're more used to right um, because I, I do feel like the horror movie genre has taken kind of a, a few steps back and it's more about like let's just produce like let's like mix genres and like let's make these movies funny and interesting and like attractive and less like the horror that we're used to so that was a surprise but I think that yeah we talked about it last time and we were going to talk about it a little later because yeah. uh, we didn't have we didn't have a chance to have the full conversation but um yeah, I just think that's a natural progression with anything, right? Something's going to, like, especially something specific, it's going to get stale after a while. You know, you keep doing the same shit. It's like there's only so many fucking, you know, girl, small girls climbing out of wells that is going to be scary. You're going to be like, all right, well, yeah. <laughs> been here before. <laughs> there are only, like, certain things that are uh, uh, immune to that, right? Mm. I think, like, action movie genres... Or action, the action movie genre. Like, ah, I think that that's that. I, I think, think all gets, jo- all genre specific films get stale after a while because it's a it's a it's a playbook. 
that you have to play from. Yeah, you know? but like with action movies, even if I've seen it before, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I don't want it to change. And that, and that's you know, fine. I'm, you give me more of the you're, thing. You're you're taking what I'm saying as like a statement of like whether something is good or bad. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. just that the thing itself is going to get stale after your eight thousandth movie uh, of kind of the same plot or you know the same, same devices that you use. I guess I do got to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Fast Five, Fast Nine. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen that yet because I don't really. There's the interest isn't there because it's like. Uh, you know, what stale. is Toretto going to do next? You know what I mean? Well, you don't need uh, you don't need to guess. Yeah. He's either going to go into space, we're going to a new galaxy. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet now. He should have lost. <laughs> he's going to drive some shit. Yeah, yeah. Do something that's like fucking impossible. Yeah. Uh, I think Transformers. You just love that genre. I think yeah. it did get stale after a little while. Um, but like I would say, there are certain genres which I think action is one of them that is immune. I would say for the most part to like again. I, I don't staleness. I think for you and your taste. Perhaps it's not stale, but I think for me personally, like today, like we're going to talk about a movie in a little bit, uh, Jolt, which was uh, uh, by all accounts an action movie. And I've never felt a more stale plot in my life. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. What is, um, what is the stale cheese called? Um, cheese? I, don't know. <laughs> like, I think that's just what cheese. Is it? No, no, it's, like, um, it's like a type of cheese that like... It's called government cheese. <laughs> yes, <Government> probably. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's, like a, it's like an aged... Um, Kind of cheese that uh, Gouda. What are we talking about? Is it, it might be Gouda. Is, yes, is it Gouda? I, I just threw out Gouda. Yeah, that was a good answer. I saw it at the store. Yeah. Damn, what is it? I don't know. It's are like you talking a, about blue cheese. Blue cheese, maybe. Like where it's a little moldy. Yeah, is that yeah, blue, it's cheese? blue cheese? Yeah, yeah. Action movies are like blue cheese, right? It's, it's, I mean, it starts cheese off itself as like is like mold. American or cheddar cheese, and it gets old, and uh, now it's blue cheese, right? <laughs> and and <laughs> kind of dumbass. <laughs> and then there are actors and actresses that are immune to it as well, like this Steven Seagal. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Kate Beckinsale, obviously, we'll talk about her in a second. Are, is immune to it? Yeah. You don't think so? You're drunk. Kate Beckinsale dude. has You're drunk, been doing the dude. same type of movies. <laughs> You're either drunk or high, one of the two. Probably right both. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's what's going on for me uh, this week. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I do want to get to a couple things uh, that, that popped off this week. Dude, first of all, end of a fucking era, mom, dude. Holy shit. When we think back to uh, some of the pillars of our childhood, right? Like what we grew up with, you know? Uh, I know where you're going with this. Where do you think I'm going? Arthur. Yeah. After 25 years, man. Arthur's... I didn't even know it was that young. I thought it was older than that. You know know what's crazy, though? Arthur felt like it was like 80 years old. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy, though, that it was canceled and not just like like you know um you know this is the final season this is I, it was canceled i think well if something's its final season that generally means it was probably canceled um breaking bad wasn't canceled it just like the the story had been completed but usually okay so this is the standpoint that i take i i would agree with you if i didn't understand like networks and mm-hmm. how they work if they if they knew that they could come back for another season like if, if uh the creator um who created uh, I forget his name um, you know the creative author I'm very impressed not, the, not Arthur although they say it literally right here um, uh, but uh, not Arthur uh, Breaking Bad uh, if they knew Breaking Bad like the creator of Breaking Bad wasn't going to come back and he wasn't going to run the show anymore um, but they still wanted that shit to go they would because they own the fucking property for it they could, so they can be like no we're still continuing yeah. that shit but it's only because he was like nah we're not doing this anymore um, and I went you know, this is where I, I saw this being uh, 
you know, a five year arc or whatever. Um, and they respected that, which is rare though, that, that they respected it. Fucking Supernatural lost its creator. They're like, well, fuck you. We're going to keep that shit going. Yeah. No matter how terrible it is. <laughs> I wonder, does the creator get residuals in that? Like, I would, I would imagine. I, I think it, 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 they would, it depends on the contract. If you time. sold it, if you sold the content outright to the studio, right? Whereas like they own 100% of it. Well, I think the studio absolutely does hold 100% of it, but I'm guessing it depends on what your pay structure is, right? Like, depending on if you're getting not points, because I, I think that's a more movie thing than a than a TV show thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess maybe it could still apply, but uh, but if your contract's built in such a way that maybe you don't take so much cash, so much as you uh, have some sort of built-in stake with the show itself, then yeah, um, like so I'm long sure. as the show is in production or something, or, like that. or so long it's like uh, syndication. I know is a big mm-hmm. huge thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. if the show's in you know being syndicated, so the uh, the creators of Friends, I'm sure, are enjoying cased up. They don't have to do a goddamn thing. The rest of their life. They're good to go. Um, you know, when somebody's like, "You want to go on vacation?" Like, bitch, I'm always on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Been on vacation since season two. Yeah. Once we knew this thing was a thing, I've been on vacation since. Yeah, uh, but anyways, man. Um, so Arthur coming to an end. Um, look, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't really even watch Arthur all that much. I just it was just a staple though. It was just like you know like the magic school bus. You know, and this, this is all coming from uh, PBS, obviously. Um, it's just the shows that were like kind of lame but kind of dope at the same time. You know, like did I really fucking find Arthur that interesting? Or uh, what's the other show? What's the ones with the uh, recess? Reese, well, no, no, Recess was, uh, I don't think that was a PBS show. That was, uh, that was either Nickelodeon, Cartoon, that was like one of the other ones. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't PBS. Um, so far as I know. Um, you're, you're having trouble with the, uh, the mouse there, Eddie? No. Okay. I, I saw a pop up on the screen real quick. Um, uh, so I mean, around yeah. that time, it was like Arthur, it was Recess, there was, um, wasn't it like, not backyardigans. Uh, what was it? Damn! Now I'm now I'm blanking on the, the magic school bus. Yeah, yeah, the magic school Clifford, bus. The big red dog. Fuck Clifford. <laughs> train. What was the other one? Dinosaur train. Uh, yeah, I think that's around Arthur. That's around the time when I got into like more like uh like Marvel. Like I was into like Spider Man and like Hulk and like mm. the Sunday morning cartoons, like Toonami, Dragon Ball Z was popping yeah, off. Like yeah, that's yeah. where I was. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I was saying, like, Arthur came at a weird time for us, because it was, like, at that cusp of us, like, you know, like, man, fuck this fucking yeah. shit. But I always fuck with people who watch <clears throat> Arthur more than I fuck with people who watch Recess. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, nah, actually, I can't. I just wrote it that because I was just like, let me, let me just write it. I felt like you second. did. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't mean that uh, at all. Uh, Recess is fucking dope. What are you talking about? No, there's something like, for everybody in recess. You, you you had your bullies, you had your fucking, uh, you had your smooth talkers, you had your nerds. You got it. You got everybody in Arthur or uh, uh, recess. No, no, no. Real ones. I, I, you know, real ones. I, you know what? You know what I hate? I hate what? when people try to try to like make something sound cool because they're like real ones. Or if you're a real, no. dude, but see, I didn't try to like. make it sound cool. It just sounded cool, <laughs> and, then, and then you liked it. And then you were like, wait, wait, no, no, no. People like people try thing. to make things sound cool. By by getting you to almost ha- you have to admit that the thing's cool by saying oh real ones like you know real one if you yeah. don't like this it's like nah, nah no, I feel like I'm see, real with it or without it quotes. I don't know it's about the real one when you say it you have to have good eye contact yeah. and bass in your voice that's okay. when people trust it let me no, okay let me hear it one more time see if I say like real ones watch Arthur 
I mean, is that your bedroom voice? He just used a very white voice. Real one. <laughs> Jesus Watch Christ! He gave me the eyes too. That was a little. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but in any case, um, Arthur, uh, after 25 years is, um, going off air. Uh, so yeah, end of an era, man. Um, I wonder what they're replacing it with. Probably some bullshit. Mick Arthur. I, is he Irish? Is that that Irish Arthur? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to keep this thing going without having to pay the original creators. Well, yeah, there's chains. Mick Arthur, like a, a knight or something like that. Are you, like King Arthur? Is that what you're trying to say? Is that is that it? Was, was it? Yeah, King like the Arthur? uh, Arthurian uh, tale. Listen, history shit is not like <laughs> your cup of tea. N- fuck history, dude. <laughs> Beyond Obama's first administration, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no history. memories. Well, you yeah, I've heard this before, uh, and that's fair. That's fair. I, I I also am not a history buff myself. People, oh my god, um, like George Washington, like. I don't give a fuck about George Washington. I mean, generally, I guess. Uh, so, uh, in other news, uh, Lucy Liu uh, this week, uh, we talked about Lucy her Lou. and uh, Bill doing? Murray mixing it up. Uh, so, you hit that? Uh, no. Uh, quite the opposite. Uh, her and Bill Murray got into it on the set of Charlie's Angels. I don't know if you remember Charlie's Angels like that, but it was Lucy Liu, Drew Barrymore, Cameron yeah. Diaz, and Bill Murray as, I think, was it Boz or whoever the fuck I it is? Boz, yeah. yep. Um, and apparently Lucy Lou got mixed up with uh, Bill Murray. She's like, bitch, you must not know me where I'm from. You you know, must not know the click, you know, yeah. who I represent. Uh, let me see if I can read some, uh, let me see. We had, uh, she, this is quote from her talking about the issue. She said we had taken the weekend, uh, to rework that particular scene and Bill Murray was not able to come because he had to attend a family gathering. So it was everyone else and we just made the scene more fluid. Uh, I wish I had, uh, more to do with the rewrite, but I didn't uh, because I was the last one cast, and I probably had the least amount of privilege in terms of creativity uh, participating in the time. Um, look, I just need you to get to the fucking point. Lisa, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I, I don't need all this uh, backstory. Tell us what really uh, happened. So, in the moment, the actress had difficulty uh, processing what uh, what was happening. I was like, "Wow, he seems." Oh wait. I guess I skipped over the part. Uh, while Lou didn't specify that Murray said to her during um, what Murray said to her during the rehearsal of the scene, she confirmed reports that the actor started uh, this sort of uh, to, to hurl insults at her after learning of the rewrites. Uh, and she was like, uh, wow, he seems like he's uh, looking straight at me. I couldn't believe that and his comments could be uh, towards me. Uh, because uh, what do I have to do with anything majorly important at that time? Uh, I say, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you talking to me? And clearly he was because uh, then it started to become a one-on-one communication. Uh, and she says, I stood up for myself. Oh, um, she says, uh, this was uh, inexcusable and unacceptable. Uh, and she therefore decided to speak up in spite of the fact that she was the one of lesser known actors. Look, okay. Long story short, uh, her is Jesus Christ. What happened? <laughs> it's just, I still don't know. Cliff notes. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, whatever. She, her and Bill Murray mixed it up. Look, and what I, the reason why I even brought this up, man, is because it's interesting when you have people like that of, uh, different, different balances. It reminds me a little bit of this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. You know, you got different, different things to balance when you're 
your own set. It's not just as simple as you just get all the people together, they do their shit, and they leave. It's like, no, they're human. So some might like each other, some might fucking hate each other, you know? Yeah. And you got to balance that on the set. And with somebody like Bill Murray, who's like fucking like legendary in Hollywood, right? Everybody fucking, Bill Murray's great. We love him, yada, yada. I'm sure he's a prick. Yeah, which, <laughs> to be honest, I don't understand why Bill Murray gets the love that he gets, but, um. Ah, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a great comedian. I'm also I can't, not I can't. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, like a super big fan of his, but I, I can respect the it. The only thing I've ever liked Bill Murray in was Ghostbusters. And really? like he. Groundhog is there? No. What else? Uh, let me see what else. See? Uh, I mean, but, but we but we missed it. Was it? Well, like, okay, he had like a fucking cameo. Anybody who's an actual Bill Murray fan would be fucking like spitting up right now because we just named Zombieland as his like great performance. Uh, what was that movie he did uh, recently with Quincy Jones's daughter? Uh, fucking uh, um, on the rocks. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, that's what the movie's called. Uh, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but we missed because I. terrible. I, I, it wasn't like stellar. Yeah, I wish I would have. Uh, I had still hadn't seen that. But, uh, but anyways, I don't want to, I don't want to get too buried into this whole Scrooged, um, which is a fucking classic, you know, as far as like the holiday seasons go. Classic, that, that movie Scrooged. Um, very good. Very good. Classic, I don't know. Okay, I mean, all right. Well, again, by your standards, I would you'd probably say no, but there's no doubt it's a fucking classic. Every every holiday season, you, Scrooge pops up on TBS, TNT, one of those fucking stations. Uh, it's a classic. Um, he was in Space Jam. I just watched that recently, um, albeit not terribly long, but uh, long enough. And I Does think that count though? As as him acting on screen, yeah, that, I feel like that counts. <laughs> But does it like? I mean, lots of people act on this. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the semantics. Caddyshack. Um, hmm. Man, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Listen. I'm listening out fucking gems. I send <laughs> emails. Okay. <laughs> I'm very honest oh, about that. Jesus Christ. Um, anyways, uh, Bill Murray's legendary, but when you get a caliber, uh, an actor of his caliber um and then you have somebody who's a lesser actor it's just like it's a you know if they wanted to steamroll them then who's going to fucking get in their way right yeah um so hey shout out to lucy Liu uh for uh standing up for herself look albeit she just tells long-winded stories uh, <laughs> uh Do you get credit for standing up for yourself 10 years ago for sure why wouldn't you it's like you talking about like a high school bully or something like that and be like oh well that doesn't count it's like why doesn't it count? <laughs> you stood up for yourself. I guess so. <laughs> why, like I'm interested. Why wouldn't it count? Well, what was your point in telling the story? That that specifically of like uh, older actors who are super established in Hollywood being fucking shits to you know the people that they're um, uh, you know uh, like their coworkers or their 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 uh, co actors co actors co co cast. Uh, yeah, let's go with co-actors. <laughs> sounds sounded wrong. Coming yeah, out yeah of it sounds mind. odd, yeah, but yeah. Uh, colleagues. But just, but just I found that really interesting because I'm sure it happens all the time in Hollywood where you have this person who's well established and then somebody else who is either just getting into it or just not as notable, and then they just like go to fucking town on them. And who's wanting to say anything? Is the director? You know what I'm saying? It's like this dude's paycheck is bigger than mine. Like, what the fuck you want me to do? Yeah, I mean, look, you look at what's going on with um like the Fast and Furious franchise, right? Yeah, the, the Rock came. Rock, yeah. The Rock came in, um, immediately became. 
Vin Diesel's well-known, respected actor. He's the you know he's well-known, respected. Respected. Let's, let's debate that by his co-stars. His co-actors. co-stars. That's what I said. <laughs> um, but The Rock came in and it was like you know he's the big draw now, right? He's the big Joker. Um, I, we never found out what the beef with them was, though. So we don't I, even know if it was about that. So uh, as far as I understand, what the beef was is that like they greenlit Sean Hobbs. Yeah. Without uh No, that's his. why Tyrese had a fucking conniption. Well, yeah, so yes, but also uh, as far as I understand Vin Diesel was very much like uh well no, you know what? Their beef did start Yeah, cuz it started before that. Like, the, the I thought beefs, well before that. I think it was like Fast 7 or whatever it was like yeah. the, when like the, the fight scene that he and the Rock had um when they oh, were no, like I, I, no, in that was Brazil. that was Fast 6, but um but I, I thought their beef started like soon before Fast 8 came out. Um there was like this, like oh shit, the Rock and Vin Diesel have this, you know, fucking whatever. Well, in they, Fast where they wouldn't even like shoot scenes together. That's how that's how bad yeah. it was. Well, apparently in Fast Six they had like a fight scene where like yeah, uh, it, it got it was like very real. They were really throwing blows at each other. Apparently, yeah. so I guess it started much sooner. But when the Sean and Hobbs thing happened. Uh, Sean Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> You're close. Uh, yeah. I was accepting that. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Hobbs and Shaw happened, um, that kind of like just, I, I, I feel like took their, not feud, for lack of a better word, yeah. to hold it from that word. I really don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, it does happen. Yeah. Anyways, I found that interesting. Um, moving on. Uh, also this week, we found out that Michael B, man, he's got a, he's got a Superman series, a uh, limited series that's coming to HBO Max. Uh, now that's pairing along the side uh, that Tanishi Coates is uh, scheduled to write uh, a Superman movie. Um, now I don't know the particular details on the Tanishi Coates. Uh, it's not exactly known right now if it's going to be a black Superman, if he's just going to be writing the white Superman, but with the spin, I, who the fuck knows exactly where he's going to come from? Yeah, um, with it. Uh, but this Michael B. Jordan uh, project with HBO seems really interesting. Um, in the, in that, uh, it's not even known if Michael B is going to be actually playing, uh, Superman or if he's going to be playing like Kal-El for instance, or if he's going to be playing like some other dude who was, apparently there was other Supermans. Didn't know that. Uh, really? yeah, that's what they told me. I think they just, I mean, I know there've been like many Captain Americas, right? Cause all you have to do is don the, the yeah, suit and the all shield. All we've known were, uh, Clark, all we've known is Clark Kent, at least the mainstream, I guess, ideas is that Clark Kent is Superman. But I just, you know, when Tanishi Coates, uh, when it was announced that he was writing uh, a Superman movie, everybody's like, Oh, well, there's like a black dude who plays, who is Superman, but he's not Clark Kent. I was like, since when? Like so last I, week? Yeah, I know <laughs> that there have been like Superman clones like throughout the comic book series. Yeah. Um, but like they've always kind of gone by like different names. I didn't know that there was like another Superman. Yeah, like I, it, all of it usually centers around Clark Kent. In yeah. one facet or another, this, I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck. I'd never read it, never heard about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I have trouble accepting like a whole nother Superman. Like, it, it just, no, like, no, accepting not. like another Goku or something like that. No, because Goku is like a, that, it's him, right? Whereas Superman isn't really, it, Superman isn't really like Clark Kent so much as, although I guess clearly it's synonymous with Clark Kent. And I, and it's interesting that you feel like that because you don't feel like that about like the Bond series, right? Uh, even though I've been adamant that it's, it's a, there's been one bond and it's the bond that we've known into this entire time. You feel differently. We're not going to get into that whole conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, cause uh, you're wrong. 
But go ahead. I'm wrong that you feel like that? Uh, no, because the whole, the whole thing about Bond, right? Oh, like, no, no, we're not even going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to shy away from But Superman, right? Like, Clark Kent is Clark Kent. But the Superman moniker, I, guess, I, I feel like that's more synonymous with the, what he can do more than, like, oh, Clark Kent must be Superman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially if people don't know... Or, or supposedly don't know that uh, Clark Kent is Superman. So theoretically, anybody could be Superman. Um, at least that's my take on it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, for, I always look at and, and this is how I view, like, for example, Captain America, right? Super yeah. soldier, super soldier serum. You put on the suit, you wear the shield, Captain America, sure. right? Um, whereas I, I somewhat feel Superman is a little bit differently because, like, it's like it's not just you know, the, the, the cape, right. Mm-hmm. And the suit, it's not just the fact that he has, um, like powers and strength. Like he is like a Kryptonian. He's a, a person from another planet. He's quote unquote, the best of us. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, he's the Kryptonian from another planet. Oh, I'm, I'm taking it for granted that whoever this black Superman is, he's a, he's also a Kryptonian. Yeah. I ha- it's not gonna be a dude fucking working better, at yeah, if you, if Kinko's from, like, <laughs> New Jersey. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, all right, let's, 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 like let's I'm heading in a different direction. I'm all for black empowerment, but I don't know if that he's gonna stand up to. Yeah. Like for me, the story would have to be like there are more Kryptonians that escaped Krypton than we've been led to believe. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I would have to assume. Yeah, but it's like case. then they make their way to Earth, and it's like why Metropolis? Why not like yeah <laughs> somewhere so, else? <laughs> if I escaped Krypton, my planet blew up i'm not going to metropolis i'm on yeah. south beach you know what i mean I'm, I'm, well you don't exactly get the choice of your destiny you're not even uh, exactly you can fly in the, yes you do eventually yeah you can fly but it's where, where you grow up right like when you first land you're not like hmm what are, what are the chicks down in fucking miami yeah, listen, like, if I'm, if I'm from, if I, listen I, I invested in bitcoin earlier right so i'm 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 a doge millionaire i'm in miami beach flying around what are you talking about? That's, that, if, if, I, if my planet blew up and I escaped yeah. Krypton, well, you know Clark was a baby when he came over, right? You know he's, like, a, he's a baby. We're adults now. We can make our own decisions. He was Listen, pissing on himself, shitting on himself. I'm not saving anybody. What are you talking? Krypton. All right, let's just move on. I hope that's what this uh, new show, show or movie is about. All right, uh, Michael B is doing the Superman series. Dope. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> you lost. It's an animated series, though, right? No, no. It's I, I believe it's a live action. Mm. That's why it's a big deal. Yeah. Where though? Like, would you uh, is it where? What? Is it going to be a uh, HBO Max property or something? Yeah, that's what. That, yeah, HBO that's Max? what okay. Yeah, gotcha. that's what apparently uh, is the case. Is that this will be straight to HBO Max? Um, look, uh, in other news this week, uh, the Green Knight comes out this week. I am fucking ecstatic. It, it might break the seal for me as far as going back to the, the to the theaters. I haven't made my decision quite yet, but I think I'm on the. I'm on the uh, I'm going side of it more than I am. Yeah, I'm down to see this in theaters for sure. I if you're think, if you're gonna do it, yeah, um, let me know when. Yeah, you know, if you want to make if you want to like do that thing and like do, maybe record the podcast right afterwards or something like that. Yeah, uh, I'd be down to do that. Whatever you want to do, I'm down. But if this is gonna be in theaters, this might be for me too. One of the sh- one of the movies that brings me back. Yeah, yeah, because it looks dope as fuck. Uh, Even with that new COVID variant. What's that shit called? Delta. The Delta. The Loki uh, variant? The Lo- <laughs> <laughs> That's what they might as well call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, if we can go to different timelines, I feel like we can go to the timeline that doesn't have all these fucking people. I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't want to wear a mask. Oh, God. He's <laughs> like, motherfucker, you're going gonna to be the reason why. Like, fucking some of the NFL players. Just crazy. Yo, hearing Cole that shit Beasley about Ron Rivera was fucking heartbreaking, dude. He's like, dude, dude's 
I'm fucking, my immune system is compromised. I had cancer. Yeah. I just survived it. And you motherfuckers don't want to get jabbed in the arm because you're scared of what? Yeah. Man, kiss my ass. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, man. That's a tough spot. Your own players are like, man, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That's I would, if I were him, I would just be like, you know what? I just don't think you have the talent. <laughs> no, no, because you can't. You can't go up to what's his name, Young. Who's that dude on uh, the um, linebacker? Oh, Chase, oh, Young. Chase Young. You can't go to Chase Young and be like, I just don't know if you have the talent. Like, yeah, see, nigga, what? With a guy like Chase Young, you just gotta hit him with, I the, mean, with the dart in the neck. He's out. You just, yeah, you just, you just do it. Jab him up. Yeah. yeah, we're just gonna do it. Um, now, I look. I don't know if Chase Young's one of the people who doesn't want to get the vaccine. Who knows? He but Cole Beasley. So Cole, 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 Cole Beasley, Beasley came out like well, he's he's he's, on, he's the uh, Buffalo Bills. But yeah, he's he's been a staunch look. He, yo, you know who Cole Beasley? Me and JA, shout out to JP. We've been making fun of Cole Beasley forever uh, because he looks like I don't know. Do you watch uh, It's Always Sunny in yeah. Philadelphia? Yeah, he looks like uh, Ricky Cricket. You're jogging my memory here. <laughs> Uh, he's the dude that like uh, he really likes D. Like he's like a priest. He like really likes D, and then suddenly like his life just fucking <laughs> takes a turn. Yeah. So uh, Cole Beasley, and now Cole Beasley is like me- missing the tooth or some shit, and it's just like, geez, this is rickety cricket. Yeah. Uh, so old rickety cricket does not want to get a fucking uh, a jab in the arm because he read some fucking weird right wing site that said, oh, you, you, it'll magnetize you or some stupid shit like that. Oh, God. Uh, now here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that people don't understand, like. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of like people talking online about like the Cole Beasley's decision and how like oh, you know, like he shouldn't have to be forced to get the COVID vaccine. He's no. not being forced. No, no one's forcing yeah, him. No he has a it's choice, yeah. right? So the NFL is a private organization. Mm-hmm. If that organization decides to implement mandates of like, if you want to be a part of this organization, play in this organization, you have to follow these mandates, right, to keep everybody safe. And if you hold your own personal beliefs, religious beliefs, whatever fucking beliefs you hold, yeah. You're more than welcome to hold them. This is a private organization, and if your beliefs don't align with ours, then you know, hey, we go our separate ways. No love lost. Yeah. So Cole Beasley has a choice. If he doesn't want to get the vaccine, yeah, he doesn't have to play this season. He, he can say, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out afterwards. But, but the, no, but the problem the is, is I don't think it's ever not going to be a problem because, like, next year this isn't going like, to suddenly fucking go away. You know what I mean? It's, so I guess that's what I'm saying is like, what does he believe? Like, what, what do you think is going to be the natural conclusion here? And then on top of that, would it fucking be responsible for the NFL to be like, to just ignore the shit and be like, all right, but uh, vaccinated or not vaccinated, you, you're okay to get on the field. And to have the same shit we had last year where it was like games yeah. getting canceled, games getting shifted. No, fuck that. If you're not vaccinated, get and, the fuck off the field. And they change the rules. Like, no, like now, like if a game has to get rescheduled due to, they have to forfeit, right? Yeah. So it's like, Let's say Cole Beasley is one of like three players on the team of, uh, you know, I think there are 52 players on an active NFL roster and like 53? Three, okay, 53 on active NFL roster and then like others in like uh, uh, training camp and stuff like that, right? Mm. So you're gonna, you're gonna jeopardize all of those other people just because you hold your own personal beliefs. Like yeah. you're more than welcome to hold them. You're just not gonna do it as a part of this team. Yeah, um, like, it's as simple as that. I don't know why people are getting so sensitive. So he yeah. needs to make a fucking decision. Well, Change a lot of stuff. a lot of players apparently need to make a decision in NFL because uh, a lot of them haven't been vaccinated. Like, it's actually yeah. scary how many are just like nah, not getting vaccinated. Um, but what's even weirder for that is what are they gonna do? Um, when the vaccinated somebody who's vaccinated gets gets the virus because it, it, people apparently can be you know um, can 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 get the virus uh, uh, if um, even if they've already been vaccinated I think it, their chances are significantly yeah. decreased but there's still tons of cases like that and that's the thing right like if you're yeah. vaccinated your chances of of, of- 
contracting COVID-19 are significantly reduced. But, like, nothing is a guarantee. Right. So you take all of the necessary precautions and measures to avoid the thing, right? Yeah. Um, and if someone throughout the season, even if they've been vaccinated, does contract COVID-19, you deal with that as it comes. Maybe you forfeit a game. Maybe you go into uh, COVID protocol. Maybe you're able to reschedule. Uh, who knows? Right. But you've taken every necessary precaution to not contract the thing. It's like yeah. wearing a condom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I put it on. Uh, it all comes back to... Uh, you, you get the text message, all right, I guess we're parents now. <laughs> we'll, all right. we'll deal with this as it comes. Green Knight coming out this week. <laughs> uh, and next week, uh, looking forward to next week, uh, Suicide Squad comes out, which I've heard Yo, great reviews. 100% I've heard on Rotten Tomatoes. Wolf. A deep... DC's like, wait, what? Yeah. What of our films? Have we gotten our shit together? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get us mixed up with something else? Is this, was there a different Suicide Squad movie that got put out? You um, know what DC, you know what it feels like, especially with this new um, Suicide Squad movie? Again, it feels like they're finally getting their shit together. No, you know? no I, I have no confidence in, in Really? Suicide. I feel like, I, much like how I feel like Aaron Rodgers has no confidence in the Packers' decision-making as far as like who to bring on board and not to bring on board. I, I also have no faith in DC that DC will figure or what? Warner Brothers will figure it out. I'm not saying I don't have confidence yeah. in the Packers. I'm so, just saying that's how Rodgers. What, what are the last few DC movies that have been put out? <clears throat> oh man! Um, so we got the worst: a Wonder Woman, uh, Harley Fuck. Quinn. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say some really good things about DC, uh, but uh, Aquaman, which I still haven't seen yet. Shazam. Don't bother. Um, Aquaman. Yeah, I, I, it looks trash. Um, don't bother. Uh, so uh, wait, yeah. wait, what was the other one that you just said? Shazam, or? which I, uh, I thought I heard was decent. No, yeah, fair enough. Um, Joker, the first fifteen minutes, then the last. That, that doesn't leave me encouraged. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of time in between. Should, I, I, what I'm doing is I'm saving your time. <laughs> I could also just skip it. I, <laughs> if I need to skip most of the yeah. movie, there's nothing just I need so you to can watch. Talk about it. You know what I mean? First 15 yeah. minutes, last 15. Um, but uh, yeah, Joker. So they did hit a home run with Joker. Yeah. Um, so really, their their bat their batting average ain't yeah. looking great. It's the not looking Suicide great. Squad movie, based off of the what we've seen so far with the yeah. two trailers that we've got, the cast, you know, just the story, everything about it so far looks stellar. If DC fucks this up, oh, they there's for no sure saving will. them. They will for sure will. Um, in terms of like the and who knows what their relationship with James Gunn is because he's back making uh, the Guardians third of the Galaxy. Gal- so who knows three? Is it three? Three. Uh, yeah. So they don't. We don't know. This guy, a yeah, double he's a, dipper. He's like that guy from James Sprint. Gunn. You know the the guy who used to be with Verizon and yeah. switch over to Sprint. Oh, but he's like yeah. doing both at the same time, which is like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, son of a double bitch. Double dipping son you know, of a bitch. You know, he always reminded me of the subway guy who's in prison now, isn't he? Yeah, I always get him mixed up, too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's probably soon to follow. Are we'll find out some shit. They might be. Yeah, he, this he, might be some like, law-abiding citizenship where he like, tunnels out of prison. <laughs> or I was, was going to say uh, Shawshank Redemption, but uh, law, I've never seen law-abiding citizenship. What? Might be true. Yeah. Gerard With, uh, Butler's Jamie Fox, second yeah. best movie, in my opinion. What was his first? 300. Fine. Fair enough. What? I agree. You don't like 300? It's, it's not that I don't like 300. It's just f- realizing like all the shit about Zack Snyder. Anyways. Uh, it, uh, I listen, feel like we're not talking about Zack Snyder. We're talking about Gerard Butler's performance. 300 was great. Law-abiding citizen. Him and Jamie Foxx. But was it his up. performance in 300? Or was it the fact that he played this character? Like, you, like there's a difference there. I feel like there's a, there's, a, there's a subtle difference there, right? No, it was, his, it was all of it. 
<laughs> yeah, the answer to your question, no matter what it is, is yes. Okay, it was enough. his performance, him playing the character. Yeah, just all of it. Okay, it was all that right. good. Look, look, let's move on because we're uh, we're already running low on time here. Look, let's breeze through the show, all right? Because we don't need to spend that much time. On yeah, you've got movie, a long okay? list of shit. Yeah, uh, I've got a long list of things we got to get to here. Um, let's let's sum this up, okay? Joel, uh, which was a movie um, uh, starring Kate Beckinsale. Um, yeah, basically, she—I uh, don't even know how to fucking describe it. Look, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll just read the synopsis. A bouncer with a slightly murderous anger management uh, problem that she controls with the help of an electrode-lined vest. Uh, she uses to shock herself to normalcy. Um, uh, whenever she gets uh, homicidal, after the first guy uh, she uh, she's ever fallen for is murdered, <clears throat> she goes on a revenge field rampage to find the killer while the cops pursue her as their chief suspect. Uh, let me let me get what you think of the film first before I explain my my comments. And before you even say that. This is also a thing my ex-girlfriend said that she had. This uh, is good. Where's this going? Uh, no, I'm saying my, you know, my ex-girlfriend. Anger problems? Like, yeah, she'd be like, I just see red whenever I'm like, yeah, all right. Do you have a fucking electro thing that you shock yourself with, yeah. too? Yeah, all right, okay. This is what a lot of people just use as an excuse just to do be a shitty person, is I have I impulse control. control I can't anger. control yeah. it. And like, all right, well, what if somebody can't control their anger with you? How about that? How would you feel if you're... Beats the shit out of you, or you'd be like, I understand. <laughs> I I sympathize. I'm crippled now, but I get it. <laughs> um, what are you about? To, I'm sorry. Go, go on. Go ahead. All right. Part. So, Jolt. Uh, <laughs> this is starring uh, Kate Beckinsale, and I, I, I like this guy. He has a he has a um, a history of doing shitty movies, but what is it, Jai Courtney? Yeah, uh, interesting yeah. name for a white guy. I never really see that. I never really saw that coming. Um, and and one of my favorite actors. I was really surprised he was in this movie just because he's such a good actor. Um, and it's like, dude, like, why are you? Why why are you here? Uh, so Stanley Tucci, who plays the Doctor Munchen in this movie, uh, this was fuck. Uh, how do I even describe this? I mean, so we've gotten a lot of movies like this recently. There's Atomic Blonde, um, like these, like, uh, what is the movie we watched last week with the, you know, the all-female cast, um, uh, Milkshake Gunpowder. This is like one of those movies where it's kind of like your John Wick of action movies, right? Like here, this one person is just fucking everything and everybody up, um, and usually in these situations, especially when it's a female-led movie, it kind of gets discounted for that reason, right? Like, oh, like we we can accept it from Keanu Reeves. He goes on a one-man army tirade and just fucks all of Lower Manhattan up. Um, we'll accept it from Keanu Reeves. Sometimes when you see like a female-led movie like this, you're like, oh, the fight scenes aren't believable, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in this particular, in the case of this particular movie, nothing about this was believable. Yeah. Um, dude, did you fucking see the, uh, the, the, the studio lot that they were on? Cause they made a point in this movie to be like, have a lot of like outdoor scenes. Yeah. And you can tell that they were on a studio lot. Oh, for sure. And yeah, it yeah. was fucking horrible. This yeah. wasn't even like this, the B or C lot. This wasn't <laughs> like, you know, the fucking, you know, Tyler Perry Studios lot. This was, <laughs> they weren't out in Atlanta. <laughs> what, what was the lot that like Fabian said that they could do in like Cleveland? It wasn't that lot. 
this was the lot in like fucking like Dundalk. You know? <laughs> Where are they, wherever movies in Dundalk, Maryland are filmed. Yeah, like, uh, if you're not from Baltimore, there. then uh, then you don't understand if you're that. You're not from joke, Baltimore. Just hilarious. Like, yeah, this was filmed somewhere in New Jersey, yeah. in like an abandoned <laughs> uh, fucking uh, yeah. nuclear <laughs> complex well, with radiation everywhere. Look, this movie was it was very very bad, but yeah. I don't know. It, it tasted good, though. It's like uh, it, this movie to me felt like it was like a Crunch Wrap Supreme from Taco Bell. You, you know, it's not real beef. You know, none of the ingredients are fresh. You know, the people who are making it don't really care about their job. And he's like, fuck it. You know, the, the meat, everything about this is contaminated. This will not pass health and safety standards. Still tasted good. Yeah. That's what this movie was. Yeah. Uh,. I will admit there was, there are a couple points in the movie I was like okay I can like I know what this is I know what it is mm-hmm. but fuck it I yeah. I, I, I kind of fuck with that scene or whatever right but the problem is those scenes were very and when I say very very far and few in between uh, and I did not like much of this movie but I I was trying to like actually like analyze it because one of the big things I'm doing right now like I'm I'm in the middle of writing this script and instead of approaching it like you know just like just writing it and whatever I'm really trying to do my homework and become like a student of the game of like okay well what makes stories work period right Mm -hmm. so as I'm watching this movie I'm trying to see it through that lens of like why doesn't this story work for me instead of just saying like I hate the movie like what what, what is it that's making it not just a Technically, a good story, right? Um, so there were there were a couple things that I need you to talk to my girlfriend. This is, <laughs> uh, this is very. Uh, this, is, this is the thing that she does not get. She's like, I hate it, and I'm like, why? She's like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I but, just but, that's, hate it. but look, she's most people in that case, right? Yeah. Most people watch something like either I like it or I didn't like it or somewhere in between, but they can't really articulate. They'll they'll point to maybe specific scenes or some, things like that. But when it comes to the overall movie, they're like, I don't like that movie, but like it's hard. It, it becomes hard to articulate why, right? Yeah. Um, but she'll be like, I don't like the movie poster. I, that's fine. I, yeah. I, don't, like, I can't, I don't I can't like say too art. much about that. I don't that. like yeah. the font. And I'm like, come on. Hey, look, anyway, hey, hey, people, uh, people like things. They don't like things. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, and for one, let me, let me, let me, let me start with something that's, uh, that I found like curious about the movie. Like, so the whole premise is that, okay, she just does, she like fucking has a short temper and she just loses and she just fucking fucks people up, right? Um, because she's got a lot of cortisol in her, uh, in, in her bloodstream, right? Um, the problem with that is, is like, what the fuck counts as a bad, like, uh, or, uh, people doing bad things? Like, if a fucking father, child, uh, father of three, just cut you off in traffic and you lose your shit and then you like because i would have found that more interesting because then that would have been like oh is she the hero of the story or is she the villain of the story right mm-hmm. that would have been interesting you know but to say she has a condition like this but she only reserves it for dudes who are pricks who, who are trying to get their fucking cars from valets but treating the valet like shit it's just like okay so yeah. you just want an excuse for her to just go up to a random fucking person uh, who she feels like treating somebody else poorly or treats her poorly and just fuck them up. But it's like, well, what if somebody does something bad, but it's like, it's questionable on whether it's like a bad thing. And what if they are just like, well, you just fucked up this person's entire life because you have issues controlling your, your anger or whatever the fuck it is. But it's just like, yo, all I did was fucking, you know, uh, spit gum on the ground and you stepped in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like this isn't proportional. That would have been more interesting. 
It's just a small thing that I that I was like, hmm, this is weird. Um, the main reason why I didn't like the story is because, for one, it was very obvious where it was going to go. Um, super fucking obvious uh, where where it was going to go. Um, Too obvious. So there were like obvious. fucking like neon signs like this way. You know? Yeah, like you knew Jaikor here. He, like he here, was, he yeah. is going to be alive. One day. Even before they even said his, like, just with seeing him with the glasses on, I was like, oh, yeah. he's actually, like, the bad guy. Because you film. never saw the body. Yeah. There was no, like, real report. You yeah. know what I mean? No coroner's examination. Like, none of the typical movie shit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that, that it was very obvious. They telegraphed where they were going to go with it. But then, too, um, watching the movie as a whole... Uh, it could have been salvaged if the ending was like maybe a little adventurous and maybe we went a, a place where we didn't know we were going to go. But the movie was even highlight was even further highlighted how bad the movie is because tell me what was lost or gained with the film? Absolutely nothing. fucking nothing. Yeah, nothing changed from the beginning of the movie to the end other than her fucking killing or uh, her therapist going to jail or selling her out. That was it. There's nothing else. Nothing like what? What, what did we gain from this whole experience? License. You know I mean? <laughs> no, they, they said as much. He didn't have his medical license. <laughs> so now, like, when, as I was watching this movie, the interesting thing about it was like there were so many like good moments, yeah, and, and, like like moments that made you laugh or like made you just interested. Like, okay, that's pretty funny or that's pretty cool. I, I like the way they did that. And this movie could have highlighted or elevated those moments and spun it into like a decent story right yeah um the story about her having like these like anger issues and her uh and like what happens to her body right like i think like cortisol all like medical shit and then it increases her like bone density her muscle uh, look density, i, I was tempted time, to look right? up, i was tempted to look up the science on it and i was like yeah. man these niggas ain't doing anything fucking <laughs> like, oh, this is what am i doing <laughs> it's, it's the same thing that happens when you take creatine is like i guess what happened or, or, I, I think she was basically just like pre-workout you know that's, that's, that's what this is <laughs> she was mixing the powder and shit yeah. she was just took too she much the the <laughs> um but again there were so many moments throughout this movie where they could have been like all right you know like let, we we can really tell like a good story here, and it feels like they just or, or never even, took or that even opportunity. A, a good, not even a good story, but just a more interesting story. Yeah, you know, uh, let's give I it more heart. Let's give it more like meaning. Like, give her a real purpose other than hey, like I fucked this guy who like didn't judge me, and now I'm gonna go like avenge his death. And and I think that's you probably like nailed it on the head in terms of I think why technically it didn't work. For one, it was just. It, it was a story that literally went nowhere. Like there was nothing that changed d- at the, during the course of the movie, other than the fact that she was like, "Oh, I, I guess I can't really." Like it wasn't like she learned. Oh shit, maybe I, sh- I maybe there's a way to control my anger where I just don't fucking lash out and just kill people or fucking snap their necks, you know, just on fucking cue. Um, uh, that didn't change at all. But it was uh, it was the fact that she. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the last thing you just said? Uh, remind me of that because I, I, um, I. We're talking about, talking about like. They could they, like the opportunities that they had to like take this story and like make give it like purpose, give it like some type of. Oh meaning. yes, so yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, is uh, so like they they don't give the movie any sort of like purpose or or, or meaning, even even though that they definitely like could have, you know, mm-hmm. they they had the clear opportunities to, and I'm fucking just fishing right now because I just I had something <laughs> and I it escaped me just now because it was actually and I I'm fucking mad that I didn't put it in my notes, um, but it was it, was, it had something to do with the fact that it uh like like there were there were several like there's a version of this movie that could have been like decent you know mm-hmm. or an interesting plot you know um 
Oh, like it, it, it had something to do with like the beginning of it, like with how they just like fucking just zoom through uh, uh, her like entire like fucking upbringing and how she even got to this point. For one, I just kind of hate those beginnings to the story because it's just like instead of telling me about all this, just show me a couple of fucking scenes yeah. from this p- these points in her life that are like, okay, this is why. Because it's like when you just fucking tell me the entire thing, I'm just like. I don't yeah. have a connection to the person. I and just, that's why this movie had so much potential. Because like, yeah. even though they zoomed through all of that shit, even though they zoomed through fucking her be, having dealing with this condition in elementary school, middle school, high school, I was still I was still ready to buy into it, right? Like, you, because through all this shit, I was, I'm still ready to buy into it. You're still at the beginning of the movie, yeah. so you're still willing to give it... Like, it's still... Um, you're still being charitable to the film, meaning that, yeah. okay, like... Maybe that was a little fast, but okay, I'll still ride with you, right? I mean, even after, like, all right, you know, the, the uh, sh- you know, the Kate Beckinsale's character goes out on the first date with uh, Jai Courtney, um, and she like fucking whoops that girl's ass in the restaurant. Even though that was so like cheesy and so like distasteful, like it, was, it happened too fast. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm still ready to buy into it. Yeah. Um, even after. They like go home and they you know they sleep together for the first night and then in the morning he like buys her a fucking Nikon uh, D. Nigga, where did you get D, this? From? Yeah, like, what was the fucking the, was B and H photo right. like on the block that you? Like, where the fuck he did bought you? her like the what thing the with the three different lenses. He got her the Jesus. three year warranty, <laughs> yeah. like the carrying case, extra battery, all of that yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yo, you just spent like that's like a twenty five hundred dollar. Yeah, I mean it was a Nikon, lenses. so he didn't he didn't really spring. It was just no. It was a Nikon. He didn't really spring like he could have. He was just like it it was. It was a thing. I was just like, yeah. I mean, I'm by. It's a camera. I guess. It it didn't come in the case and like the the directions and shit. So I guess he got it at a pawn shop. But still, yeah. There's some. It was a. They were in New York. Uh, he definitely bought it from some corner. Yeah, I've never knocked anything down where it's like, yo, I'm going to go buy her like a yo, fucking Nikon immediately? DSLR. No, she, her, 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 her alarm bell. She, I mean, and I guess maybe that's one of the good things about the film is, is that maybe they got that right because it was like she does. She hasn't experienced this really before. So to mm-hmm. her, it was all just brand new. And she didn't stop to think like, hmm, this seems weird. Yeah. Right. Um, so maybe they did that on purpose or maybe they're just like, fuck it. I don't care. Just yeah, for it. I get her reaction. She was probably like, yo, I've never experienced that before. Yeah, yeah. I was, he piped it up. Yeah. You know I mean, <laughs> you know, he did what he had to do. But for him, I'm like, yeah. Now, granted, it, it, you figure it out later on in the movie. But for him, at that point in time, I'm like, you bought, that's an expensive camera. Yeah. I've never hit nothing. No, no. Like we, I knew immediately as soon as he bought the like. Just yeah, again, that's when you knew. from the beginning. I just knew that he just for for one again him wearing the glasses and being like the really nice dude who's just like. Oh gosh, I just accept you for who you yeah, are. Yeah, I think you had a corduroy Look, uh, blazer on. That, yeah, I don't nah, trust yeah, anyone yeah, who wears can't. a corduroy you blazer. You can't. You can't. You're hiding. You know, from it's something. impossible. You know, like are you fucking curious, George's uh, <laughs> fucking uh, caretaker? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why are you wearing fucking corduroy? Yeah. Dude? Um. Uh. But. Uh, you know, back to what I was saying. I was yeah. still ready to buy in to their like rushed, super fast relationship. Even at that point, right? They hadn't really given me any reason to, but I was still ready to buy in. And I feel like there were a lot of those opportunities throughout the course of this movie, but they never, like, gave Mm. me a reason to. Even though I'm ready, but they still never gave me a reason to, like, hit that button and say, you know, I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and I remember the thing I was going to say now is uh, the there's a version of the film that can be relatable meaning that like because we all have this fucking impulse that somebody says something you're just like i should punch you in the fucking face right now like 
no questions asked. I should just do it, right? But you, oh, my career, uh, right? Like you, you hold back, right? Well, usually for me, is there cameras around? (laughs) (laughs) Are there witnesses? (laughs) Uh, um, uh, But but that's a a relatable thing. But it felt completely not relatable, right? With how every way that they did it, it just felt like this distinct thing. And I was just like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing, you know? Um, So I think that for me is is why the movie ultimately sort of fails with me. And then there were a couple other things. Um, they did the whole weird POV thing with uh, her therapist at the beginning. I don't know if you caught it, but it was a, it was like a, it was a camera shot where basically they're both like looking into camera as they're talking to each other. And I was like, why, what, Hmm. Why are we doing this? What is it's weird? Like, it's just like was what are you trying when, to when say? When he was in her office, the first time where she goes to his office, hmm. um, uh, they have this like just straight up. They're both like lo- like much how we are looking at each other now is how the camera actually like looked like they were like looking at each other and it yeah. just bounced back and forth. There's a language that you that you know there's cho- the choices you make with the camera communicate things and I for the life of me couldn't understand why the fuck they were communicating. Yeah, that. why was, they like, made why that particular choice? Are they like? Uh, and I guess it's it's a way to make them feel separated, or but it's just like why that? Why not just do like an over the shoulder, even if it's not directly over their shoulder, like but just you know with them looking slightly, you know, with the one eighty. Anyways, yeah, it was just a weird camera choice. I thought, um, and all of the false violence in the movie, meaning that like all the times where she like daydreams she's hurting somebody. After like the second time, I was like, no more. Yeah. Just fucking stop that. Just we get it. She wants to hurt people. She presses the button and then she doesn't. You've used that trick like eight times in a fucking row. Stop. Yeah. It no longer works. Um, and I don't know why, for the love of God, that they just kept doing it as if we didn't understand that. It, like, you did it the first time, so we understood. You did it the second time to be cute. After that, it's fucking no longer cute. Just stop doing the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One uh, time, great. Second time, funny. Three or four times, still maybe a little bit interesting or funny. By the time it, you read around like eight, nine, and ten, yeah. it's like, all right, listen, like, <laughs> I've had enough. Okay, I've had enough of this. I get it. Let's be done with this part of the movie and let's move on. Yeah, and I also hated the uh, the good cop bad cop scenario because it was just so fucking weak. Like it was just so transparent and just like everything about this film was just done like ha- like it was like they. It's like they started out with a good idea, and then they just were just like, well, let's just, how quickly can we get this film made? And so, like, let's take no time to really think out these characters and think of, like, their motivations and shit. Let's just, okay, this cop is a good cop in terms of uh, how they act towards her, or this cop is a bad cop as far as how they act towards her, and that's the only dimensions we're really going to give them. And it just felt so fucking hollow. Like, you never believe, I never believed any of it. I just was like, you know, and fucking, what's his name? Um, uh, fucking, um... Uh, was his Bobby um, Carvel? I believe uh, that's his name. Um, uh, Bobby yeah, uh, Canville. Uh, Canville. Yeah. Um, great fucking actor, dude. I, I I love basically all the shit that he's in, man. I love it. Um, like he was in Mr. Robot. I thought he was fucking fantastic Ant-Man. in Mr. Robot. Ant Man. Uh, when the fuck was he in Ant Man? When when did that happen? Uh, he played uh, the like stepdad. To oh yeah 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 he actually he did do it yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he was um, good in that man yeah he's good in there um uh but uh but yeah and I didn't really care for his character I was just like uh, all right no like, I guess so you know, like, and that's kind of what I want to talk about next if we yeah. can talk quickly about the characters right because so so Kate Beckinsale we've seen her do uh, several movies like this right um she's been in uh, several yeah. all the uh, under. Uh, Underworld, there was Underworld Evolution, there was the original Underworld, yeah, uh, Van Helsing. The Fast and Furious of uh, 
sci-fi film. Yeah, now I grant she, and she's good in this role, right? She was in Total Recall. She was in um, what was that fucking other action movie? Uh, there was another one that I'm missing out here, but she is good in this particular type of role and I usually like her and when I saw this movie I was like okay Joel mm, the trailer looked cheesy but Kate Beckinsale and like I feel like whatever action movie this is going to be she can pull it off she I'm not going to say she didn't pull her character off but like the film itself overall was shitty yeah Despite the fact that this film had a lot of really good actors, like Jai Courtney, I'm not going to say he's like an A-list Hollywood actor, but he's not a bad actor. I've seen him in some, seen yeah, him in some uh, films that I like. He's uh, or, uh, Addy's uh, either former favorite actor or is his favorite actor. I, I don't know where I Really? Just, that explains just, a lot. I just enjoyed a man. Yeah, that sounds weird. So in this film, you got Stanley Tucci, great actor. Uh, Bobby uh, Cannavale, I really like him in, in, in some of the films that I've seen him in. Um, Susan Sarandon was in this movie. All of like three seconds, yeah, which is like fucking crime. Still, why? <laughs> um, so, oh, well, well, it, it was supposed to. So, the, the big ending with this. Uh, sorry, you should finish before. Yeah. I so, I was saying, overall, this film had a lot of potential. I think the cast that's in this movie, um, this they could have made for some like. If the writing was better, if the direction was better, uh, directing was better, if uh, the production quality was a little bit higher, <laughs> I feel like this could have been a really good movie, but I, I feel like it, it just undersold in a lot of different areas. Not Very few of the characters were believable. The situations were believable. Um, there are two things for me that, like, as I was watching this movie, I couldn't get over. Mm. One was the, uh, the, 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 the setting, right? The, that very clear studio lot that they were on, uh, throughout the course of this movie. Um, I, I thought Laverne Cox, her character was hollow. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, the acting was shit. It was basically just like, pow, pow. Yeah. I shoot you. You're Freeze. a bad guy. I'm an officer of the law. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that, it was like that level of acting. Yeah. Um, so that, that was really bad. But, but again, I don't, I don't even think it was, uh, Laverne Cox. I, I think it was just, no, it, it was, was just like Cox. the directing. <laughs> no, it was Laverne Cox. I, I personally don't think it was Laverne Cox. What I think it is, is knowing, it's just like on any basketball team, right? You know, you know what your players can do. So you have to put them in the right positions to be successful, right? You know, okay, this person does this well, this person does that well. Okay, this person doesn't do that well, but they still work in this scenario, right? So uh, somebody like Laverne Cox, I, I, I remember watching her in, um, I'm going to say she was in um, uh, the no, movie. Orange is the New Black, oh, it was a movie. Um, uh, it was a movie. Uh, it, was, uh, it just came out not too long ago. Pretty... It was the one where she, like, basically, uh, her friend is, like, murdered, uh, and she just goes on, like, a rampage, and just, like, uh, she gets drunk at bars, and, uh, it's, like, pretty young something, or something like that. Uh, pretty young woman, or something something like that? Ah, fuck. I forget exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it came out a couple years ago. But anyways, she was good in that, um, because she, like, her role in that movie called for a certain level of something, and she just brought that something, right? So, she was perfectly cast for that movie this movie i feel like is a role that sh- and maybe if the directing was different in this movie maybe it could have worked there was a version of this movie maybe work could work but just with everything combined it just was not great at all uh so i i can i can agree with you on that from that standpoint yeah. uh, her performance felt wooden it felt hollow it felt but the, but again, I, I'm as I'm kind of going along with these movies, I'm starting to get convinced more and more. It's just like, no, these aren't bad actors. They're just 
put in positions where they can't be successful. Sure. I mean, we, we know, like Kate Beckinsale, she's not a bad actress. Stanley Tucci's not a bad actor. Bobby Cannavale's not a bad actor. Um, Susan Sarandon, not a bad actress, even though she had a very, very, very small part. Laverne Cox, I'd like to give her the nod and say, like, she's not a, a bad actress um, in this particular role. Uh, her worst display in, from what I've seen from her. Um, there, there's a lot that went wrong with this movie. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's so bad that I can't even pinpoint the one thing. Usually you can pinpoint the one thing, right? Whether it's the story, the acting, the directing. Um, yeah, every, everything was basically subpar in, in this movie. There wasn't really anything that we could say. It was like, okay, look, everything else sucked, but this was like the thing that yeah. like stood out to me. There were a couple of scenes that were like, okay, that was a cool scene, but outside of that, there was like basically nothing salvageable of this movie. And I, I, I'm not really even trying to shit on the movie. I just think it was like, a, maybe it felt like rushed. It felt like, that's mm. that's what it felt like to me. It felt like the whole thing was just rushed at, how can we throw this thing together? We've got uh, we've got Kate Beckinsale for a certain amount of time. We've got these other actors and actresses for a certain amount of time. Look, how can we just get this shit from fucking page to yeah. to, to, to to screen? It felt like know? nobody on the set was vaccinated, and they were like, "Yo, let's like, I don't want to be before time runs out. I don't want to be around going. you guys any more than we have to. So let's get this shit done." Yeah, that just this felt like a uh, a COVID project. If mm, I'm yeah, to be yeah. perfectly honest, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it was made probably before COVID. All the writers but, had to yeah. stay six feet apart from each other so like that's why <laughs> they they're know, writing. and they couldn't email each what other are, either what are you writing what happened <laughs> it's like they didn't use you know what like, they didn't use final drafts so yeah. they couldn't like they they weren't like on the same page it's they like, all wait, wrote separate changes? scripts and everybody they just copied and pasted <laughs> it together and they're like oh, we got a movie franken signed it yeah. um yeah uh so anyways i i think we spent enough time on uh on joe look watch it yourselves you, you guys watch the movie yourselves and let us know what the fuck you think because uh, i got two quick points yeah uh, the first thing was the movie I think you were referring to was Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman. There you go. Yeah, that was the movie. Mm. Yeah. As for this movie, this was a cheap knockoff of Crank, the Jason Statham series. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's basically That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching this and I'm like, Jason Statham did such a good job in a movie that didn't take itself serious. This yeah. tried to take itself seriously. I don't. I don't know if it. I don't know if this movie tried to take itself seriously. I think uh, it did, and it just failed. I. I don't know. I think this movie definitely tried to, tried to take itself a little bit too, too seriously. Did a, it? A little bit, yeah. How I think so? Can any? Can either of you describe how it took itself seriously? I. I mean, I. If you look at the cast, if you look at like the story behind, I think it tried to really position itself like, I, you know, there's just someone who's dealing with like a, a serious like medical condition. But I, who, I no, but but that's my precise experience. This great loss or so she thinks, and now she's you know like. But that's precisely like what my issue is with it. Is it? It didn't really try to position her like that. It just said she has basically just has this problem and fuck it, right? Like I think they were alluding to her having some sort of deeper problem with her parents and shit, but. And this is what I was going to say is uh, ultimately I think they're going to try to do some sort of sequel to this, right? They, they want this to be like a sort of like a franchise because they alluded to her parents and then Susan Sarandon shows up and like, oh, you've got some work for you or whatever the fuck she said at the end. Um, so uh, so I feel like the reason why we got no resolution uh, at all uh, was because – uh, they're trying to develop like her into some sort of like superhero yeah. type of movie. Unless she's in like the series. Boys season three, I can't see where this goes. <laughs> now that that would actually be pretty dope. <laughs> what would her costume look like? It would just be like fucking electrodes or some shit. She looked yeah, like fucking. It would be like the worst costume. Yeah, she looked like Brainiac when when she fucking took off her her shirt. I was like, are is this fucking Brainiac off of yeah, Superman? Yeah, like, I mean, and I, I'm sorry, but like. 
if I go home with a chick, never from the bar, never, and I, I and she has you don't a, have questions first. Octopus <laughs> on her back. I'm like, yo, unless you're gonna jerk me off with eight hands, <laughs> and even then, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. she's got some precious cargo in her hands, and she might just fucking. Do some shit. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. Let's go so, and skip that. All right. So uh, we're going to quickly move on from this. Yep. But um, I, I just got to highlight these two things really quickly. Sure, sure. N- number one thing is like, so she has all these like, you know, this history of like medical conditions. Obviously, she can't, she can't hold down a job. She got fired from being like a, a club bouncer. Mm-hmm. However, her uh, 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 loft was fucking beautiful. Yeah. What right? did she do again? She, she had like she's six a bouncer? ceilings. She was a bouncer at like a rinky dink dive bar. Only in America. Yeah. What? You can afford that apartment? Yeah. No. Beautiful apartment. Anyway. I, I shouldn't even say only in America. That's fucking only in Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Can that, can that make sense? <laughs> it, 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 yeah. I don't know how she paid her rent, but I, somehow she, she did. I don't know. <laughs> and, she, and she definitely didn't have enough health insurance to be able to see oh, her sure. doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who had... The worst office I've ever seen. Dude, fucking asbestos fuck? lined in the walls. There's lead in the pipes. Dude, uh, you know, no wonder why he sold her out. He, he's got some personality uh, disorders because he fucking clearly ate paint chips at some point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why would you trust this doctor? If I walk into your office, you've got just a desk and a chair. The paint is stripping off the walls. Yeah. I don't see your medical license anywhere. Yeah, fuck everything about that. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nut on the couch. Like, <laughs> No. If you took a black light to his office, all right, no. Movies all right, up. let's let's move on. Uh, we got a few trailers here that we want to check out. Let's just go ahead and run it from the fucking top. Uh, we, we've got this trailer here. I'm kind of excited to see this. Uh, this is uh, the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife that we're going to react to here. Is this the second one? Second I feel like Ghostbusters? We've seen the oh, first second trailer, yes. One. Yeah, they, they did one, but kind of like a teaser. Okay. They didn't really show, show too much. Yeah. Um, but this one it seems like it might go a little bit more in depth with uh, with what they're uh, trying to present to us. Uh, this is uh, uh, the synopsis is when a single mom and her two kids uh, arrive in a small town. They begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. This is directed by Jason Reitman, uh, written by Gil uh, Keenan, uh, as well as uh, Jason Reitman. Uh, and stars, of course, Finn uh, Wolford, uh, Wolfhard from um, Stranger Things, uh, Makina Grace, uh, and uh, they're bringing the old old cast back, Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, uh, among others. Uh, and this is due out uh, November 11th of this particular year. Look, let's jump into the shit. Let's figure this out. I don't know. I'm fine with Trevor, but with Phoebe, she really keeps me on the outside. That's normal. She's an awkward, nerdy kid. Disrespect. Maybe a new home can be an opportunity to start fresh. I just wish she'd get into some trouble. There's still time. What are you doing here in Somerville, anyway? We're completely broke. And our grandfather left us this creepy old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. Your father wasn't much of a homemaker. He could hardly keep the power on. You're saying he left us nothing? Well, I wouldn't say nothing. You went with the station wagon? It's the only one that had an engine. So. What is happening here? Somehow, a town with no fault lines is shaking on a daily basis. Maybe it's the apocalypse. Egon came out here for a reason. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? 
you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? You guys hear that? Something's coming. The whole city. It's like the walking dead. closed so looks fun yeah dude you know uh, a lot of people were talking about this and saying oh i thought ghostbusters was a comedy i didn't think it was supposed to be like that serious um you guys can kiss my ass that shit looked dope as fuck yeah fuck. Really great. Yeah, yeah um and and uh, i remember when i was uh growing up i watched this um cartoon it was called ghostbusters extreme i believe was the uh uh, hold on, let me just confirm this. And, and, Extreme Ghostbusters, that's what yeah. it's called. Um, fucking loved it. And it was like about these, like, uh, one of, I forget uh, which one it was, but it was one of the ghost, original Ghostbusters. It was, this is animated. One of the original Ghostbusters was like schooling, like, the, the new generation of Ghostbusters. And they were all like fucking like trouble teens or like fucking like the jock or like whatever. It was, it was just like, it was dope. You know, it had a little bit more serious tone to it. And I liked it. Yeah. But you combine that with a little bit of sprinkle of comedy and shit. Um, I think you got a hit on your hands, and it, this for sure looks better than the shit that we got with fucking uh, uh, what was it, Melissa yeah. McCarthy, yeah, and yeah, uh, that, was, that was bad. Yeah, that was oh my god. I, I tried to watch. I watched precisely sixty percent of it. And I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. Movie still. I still have a bad taste in my mouth from watching <laughs> that movie. Uh, yeah. No, but this looked fun. Um, I, definitely taking a more of a, like a serious note here, but I think like. In, in a really good way. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd's in this movie, so you can't know, mess with him. Like, yeah. I feel like even if he tried his hardest, nah, he can't he's still just like a funny guy. Yeah. So you know you're going to get those sprinkles of comedy, but I like the fact that this is taking a little bit of a serious note, and it doesn't take away from the story in any way. Like, nah. I think some of the other Ghostbusters movies that we've gotten have focused on like maybe like some of the more like funny, quirky, weird, interesting type of ghosts, but clearly, like, or I think reasonably, there would be maybe some that aren't as fun and nice and right. this movie may like focus a little bit more on those ghosts but sprinkling in some of the comedy either way shit looks funny look dope dude i can't say I, a bad word about it yeah i would definitely go see this yeah for sure um with that let's uh let's truck on to our next trailer dude if we're talking about movies to get me out to the theater there's two movies that coming out this year this the uh the green knight uh which we might go see this week and then there's dune yeah, Holy I have no shit. interest in Look, this movie, but this what? trailer may convince me. Yeah, I know you're big on this movie. You, you I, watched I the first one and you loved it. Okay, anyways, this is the second trailer for it. I loved it. This is the second trailer for it. I must admit, I already watched it. I couldn't, I, I, I fucking couldn't wait. Not I couldn't this, do it. This I couldn't be, do this, it. This is going to be a first time for me. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, so everybody knows the uh, the story of Dune, uh, except for Rain. Um, uh, so this is a feature adaption of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted uh, with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. This is directed by the one, the fucking only, Denis Villeneuve. 
don't know if I pronounce his name right, never do. Um, John Spates uh, is credited with writing, along with Villeneuve, um, as well as Eric Roth, uh, starring uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet, as well as uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac. How are you going to lose with this crew? How? How, Sway? Um, and is due out uh, October 22nd uh, of this year. Let's check this out. Let's check Dune out real quick. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? A boy. <laughs> Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always, you know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you. Put on some muscle? I did? No. We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! son if anything happens will you protect Paul with my life only together can we stand a chance thoughts it looks good mm. great action 
love the costume design love this the the, the setting um aesthetically looks stunning mm-hmm. i feel like you could watch this trailer on mute and it will still look good mm-hmm. still probably sound good even though you didn't hear anything mm-hmm. still not really interested in this movie okay hey fair enough yeah I, I don't know what it is about it i just cast fuck the cast i mean josh amazing, roland dude. dave batista uh for oscar isaac uh, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, uh, the dude, um, the dude who plays uh, fucking um, goddamn Harkonnen. Um, damn, uh, he plays a big fat dude, uh, but he's like he's Skazgard. Um, Bill uh, is Bill Skazgard. William Skazgard. Does he play a big fat dude or is, is he's he a playing? Big fat no, dude? he's playing a big fat dude, but they put this like big fat suit on him, and he's like supposed to be big and sloppy and shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, Fuck, I forget what his name is uh, uh, in the movie. I'll, I'll find it here in a sec. Yeah, um, Javier Bardem is in this movie. Yeah, uh, uh, S- Stelan Skazgard, who plays Baron Vladimir Harkonnen, um, uh, in which he looks fucking completely different than, than how he would look otherwise. Uh, dude, fucking stacked, stacked cast. And yeah. in the arms, in the hands of Denis Villeneuve. Look, uh, did you like Blade Runner 2049? I did again. Another movie that just looks great, like aesthetically, it's fucking yeah. stunning. Yeah, that's the same director. Is there another twenty Blade Runner movie or show the coming? Original. No, no. Th- there's like a new. I don't know if it's like an animated series or if there's like a spinoff movie coming. But I like, have uh, not heard of this. Yeah. But it might um, exist. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about this movie where I'm just like not. It doesn't excite me. It looks great doesn't excite me yeah I, I i feel like i feel like usually with my girlfriend where i'll say something Yo, you, and be, I, you better be careful what you say <laughs> next I'll, I'll say something and the, i feel like her response is really just a reaction to how excited or, or how i reacted to it instead of like that's how she really feels like i feel like if you saw this trailer without any sort of pretext you'd be like oh that shit looks dope i might go see that because it's a fucking action movie like what do you with all the fucking cast members like, there's nothing you don't like about this movie you'll go see it you'll like it um, will I watch this movie? For sure. I'm like 90% sure. 95% sure I'll go see this movie. What else movie. are you going to see? Fucking, fucking what? Joke 2? Is that what we're going to go watch? <laughs> <laughs> the, the prequel, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We had the formative years of her fucking kicking people in the balls. Um, yeah. I don't know. Dude. Uh, look, the, the two things I could say about this uh, trailer. Uh, for one, if, if there's a critique of the trailer, is that I would say the trailer is just a hair long, too long. Yeah. A hair too long. All, like, the stuff that, because I, I feel like they're trying to fit everybody into it. Everybody, mm-hmm. not only just from, like, this is the fucking amazing cast, but everybody, because everybody in the story plays, like, a specific fucking role that's, like, critical to the story. Um, and I, they were trying to fit everybody into it. I would have just lopped off some people. It just Let me just give you a little taste taste. You know, you don't yeah. need to get everybody. There was a lot of Zendaya. I thought we, we could have cut at the beginning, some Zendaya. And then at the beginning, but I, I see the setup for it because they were trying to set it up like in terms of, have you, have you ever, you, and obviously, I'm assuming you, you haven't read Dune, right? No, like the book. fuck okay. no. Um, great book, dude. Because I, I, at first, I, I, the reason why I read it is because it was recommended to me from, from my friend JP, but apparently everybody read it when they were fucking like in high school. I didn't, do that um but reading it even as an adult dude i was like holy shit this is no. fucking great what, what was that movie with like shia labeouf where they were like Transformers. holes i don't know it was holes, holes. yeah remember that there was a, sure i don't and then I there were like the, there was like books or something like that that was and they turned it into the movies i started i thought that was this 
No, that's the, yeah. Those aren't yeah, not the same thing. Yeah, very, very, very different things. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, Dune, I Dune's pretty fucking good. Um, uh, yeah, and it's a whole series. Anyways, Dune, it looks fucking amazing, man. And the arms of Denis Villeneuve. Uh, sorry for butchering your name. I always do. And it just like uh, Villeneuve. It might be. I've heard it pronounced either way. I have not gone out of my way to make sure I pronounce it correctly. My apologies uh, ahead of time. But um, I just. He's done so many great fucking movies. I, I haven't. He's like a Nolan, where it's just like he hasn't missed. Like, how can we talk any shit about him? He has not missed. He has not put out one movie that you can say is subpar. Maybe you can say Blade Runner was like, oh, like maybe it was a little. It didn't have enough action in it or whatever. Whatever you want to say, right? But you cannot say that he's put out a product that's a bad product. You can't say it or a boring product or like a product that doesn't isn't fucking good right you can say oh maybe i didn't fuck with this for this or that reason but i i don't, I don't think anybody can say that he hasn't put out good projects and this is is in the arms of a, of a of a great fucking uh director here uh and i i cannot for, wait for the this. cast and like what looks like the uh the budget of this film from a production standpoint yeah they gave him uh this better be good it has to be uh after blade runner 2049 i was just like they're never going to give him this budget again because they yeah. gave him the fucking works for that movie yeah uh, and he made a movie that did not do well in there <laughs> uh god knows surprising, why though because it, it's, it wasn't it's a, a good movie it was a bit long but it looked fucking great and the story was good the only my only critique of that movie was like the the, the runtime and a believability of some of like the uh you know harrison ford beating up like five <laughs> yes that was a little far yeah. that, that reminded me of uh God, fuck harrison ford up like what was- <laughs> Come on. You know, what was the movie with uh, uh, Robert De Niro? The Irishman. That was like the Irishman yeah. where Robert De Niro was like fucking. The dude was on the sidewalk and he was like shaking as he was stopping. Yeah, he, he, like, he was fucking. You can tell he had like carpal tunnel syndrome, but he was still beating yeah, the shit yeah. out of this guy. Yeah, yeah, it took him like three hours to like complete the stomp. It took somehow. them four weeks to film that one scene just because how old it fucking was. Um, but anyways, man, uh, I I I simply cannot wait for dune um, when does it come out october ecstatic. 22nd this is right before theaters. my birthday i'm seeing it gotta see it gotta see it in theaters imax if there's one thing that'll get me out that's like fuck covid is this fucking movie i have to see this in imax i'll just sit in the back of the theater or some shit or just like fucking uh have like two rulers and it's like bitch if you sit in any of these seats that are within six feet then i might punch you in the face i might yeah. have my jolt uh jolt just reaction don't bathe like mila kunis and and fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, ashton kutcher we'll talk about that no, another time that's some weird ass shit dude i because sometimes people say things and you're kind of just like okay like whatever like it's not that crazy that was just like what yeah you don't shower Child your kids when like, <laughs> should be at the front door. We're gonna make a house call soon. <laughs> just to just to make sure everything's on the Bathe your kids. Here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our final trailer. Uh, King Richard. Uh, this just came out today, man. Um, looks interesting. Um, I don't know that much about this project. I'll be honest. I've just been hearing that it's going to come out, going to come out, going to come out. But I just have not. I don't know really too much about it. I just know obviously it has Will Smith in it. Um, so I'll give you a quick synopsis. Uh, this is a look at the life or look at how tennis superstars uh, Venus and Serena Williams became uh, who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. This is directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, uh, written by Zach uh, Balin and stars, of course, Will Smith and John Bernthal, uh, Dylan uh, McDermott uh, and Susie uh, Abermite uh, and is due out November 19th of this particular year. To the trailer we go. 
What's going on? Everybody okay? They got a call, said there was trouble in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you all need to look around? It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors and lawyers, plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. Okay, you're making a mistake, but I'm gonna let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right. So tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's okay, they're just not used to seeing good-looking peoples like us. She's nervous. Take a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh no, brother man, I got me the next too. This next step you got to take. You're not gonna just be representing you, you're gonna be representing every little black girl on earth. They're not gonna let you down. How could you? This world ain't never had no respect for Richard Williams, but they gonna respect y'all. You walk out there with your head up. You are a champion, and the whole world knows. The most dangerous creature on this whole earth. It's a woman who know how to think. Yes, Daddy. Ain't nothing she can't do. You gonna show them how dangerous you are? and Serena gonna shake up this world. Venus Williams, who is your best friend? You, Daddy. Serena Williams, who is your best friend? Venus. Then you. That's then you. After Venus. Yeah, I fuck with it. I like it. I fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to come out of a fucking trailer with Will Smith playing Venus and Serena's dad, Richard, and be like, nah, that was trash. Yeah. Hey, you're not going to miss with that one. Nah. One, we know this is based on a real uh, life story, right? Um, is it? Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so like, but that's part of the reason why you love it. Because, like, this is... Uh, and the great thing about this story is it's still being written, right? But, like, and you're just getting, like... Uh, that story's pretty much... Well, I mean, that the Venus end. and Serena Williams stories. Serena's looking like we might be reaching the uh, the conclusion here uh, to that story. Mm. I, I would even even her greatest supporters. I, I'm a huge Venus. She uh, just needs to go play in Tampa. You know what I mean? Like for both of them, <laughs> get her a match in Tampa. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, she's gonna put, put her put her on a team. Tampa 12 might team. be the new place where legends go to be like <laughs> born again. Um, both Venus and Serena. Venus looks like. It feels like that's already written. Serena, we're like, oh. Um. Yeah, we're recording. Um. Damn. Um, anyways. Uh, 
Venus, yeah, like that ship clearly already. Yeah, sailed. I mean, and granted, Venus has suffered from a lot of sports injuries over the years, and she she has medical conditions as well, which like have hindered her performance over the years. Serena's aging. Um, I mean, with any with any athlete, but I think as far as like where Serena, I'm not sure what Venus is ranked in the world. But Ser- Serena's no, no, still very I, high I, you know, she's still she's still highly ranked. What I'm saying is, is like seeing her in these, especially in these majors take these like pretty like stunning losses but like they've been and it, it happens every now and then with like especially in tennis it's like you know, anybody can you could just have a nice fucking date right yeah or somebody could have a bad day right but serena has been pretty consistent like over the last few years i would say because we've i've been waiting ever since she she had her uh her uh, daughter i've been waiting like every time i see her in a major i'm like all right let's get it and then she'll just take a random l uh, uh, and uh, it looks like the stream's back. Um, uh, and it, it, with Wimbledon, she mm. took like a fucking unceremoniously like early exit from Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. We look. I, I'm not saying it's over for her, but I. It feels like we're pulling up. We're pulling up to the house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's not like unexpected, right? Like, yeah. She, they, yeah, it's just going to happen naturally. A long. She's time. been crushing it for decades. Yeah, yeah. And uh, fortunately, you know, tennis is in a good spot. You have some athletes like Coco. Is it Coco Golf? Yeah, yeah. Coco Golf. You got uh, uh, Naomi Stevens. You've got Naomi Osaka. Uh, Osaka. Yeah, um, who who just took a pretty major L at uh, uh, the Olympics. Naomi. Oh, I mean, she withdrew. No, no, no. She played in Olympics. She just took an L. She did? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but let's be real. We know she's among the tennis stars, like... Yeah, she's the feature of the sport, yeah, of course. she's yes, the feature yes, of the, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so I think tennis is, is in a good place. But either way, uh, focus on this film here. It looks great. Yeah. I love seeing Will Smith in these types of roles. Um, who couldn't Will Smith play? Nobody. I'm convinced. He can literally do anybody. If Will Smith played Donald Trump in, like, a biopic... He'd I'd, still crush it. He'd probably still do yeah. well. Yeah. It would be sad to see, but yeah. <laughs> but he'd crush it. Uh, he'd get all his mannerisms down and all he'd do the fucking hair. Uh, it, you know, he'd, he'd crush it. Um, but yeah, King Richard, man, it looks fucking. It looks like it's just like a feel good movie, man. It didn't. It didn't look like there was a, a part of that movie that's just like, oh my god, King Richard beat them and you know, fucking, you know, uh, did some awful shit. It, it seemed like they're they're. And I don't actually know that much about Richard Williams. I, I hear about him every so often. But I don't really know that much about him, so I'm actually really looking forward to this film to yeah, yeah. sort of hopefully, you know, uh, you know, uh, shed some light on some things. And, uh, um, what I do like about this movie is I don't think it's going to completely ignore the other like Williams sisters, and, and you know, the the rest it definitely of the might. It, that might have been all the camera time that they get. This <laughs> <laughs> is what we watched yeah. that trailer. I, I think it'll focus on like. Uh, I have the feeling that this will be a movie that focuses very much on like the Williams family, uh, highlighting Serena and Venus, obviously, but like the family and like where they come from and like what they've had to like overcome still from like the lens or perspective of like, all right, we're telling Venus and Serena the story, you know, through Richard's eyes in, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, due out November 19th. Like I said, um, let us know in the comment section what you think about the uh, King Richard trailer. All right, let's, let's jump forward here. Uh, so we've got some options. Uh, I know we're running super long time. So do we want to do either of these two stories talking about Netflix uh, into gaming or The Exorcist? Maybe we save those. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Uh, let, I do want to talk about Netflix and we can maybe wrap on this one. Um, well, we still got to do, we got to do our bracket. We got to start that today. Uh, okay. that, that starts so we're today. Gonna do, uh, let's talk about Netflix really quickly and as, as, as do our bracket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Netflix 
entering the gaming industry. This has uh, been confirmed. Uh, I think this was a rumor last week. It was. Uh, I don't even know. I thought I thought it was a done deal last week. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just like kind of read like a, a quick excerpt here just from this article. Uh, Netflix has confirmed it's jumping into the gaming space. The company announced via its Q2 2021 earnings report that it is further expanding beyond its initial foyer into games with Black Mirror uh, Bandersnatch and its Stranger Things uh, mobile uh, mobile titles to learn more about how our members value games. I think this is phenomenal. We've been talking for a while about like what's next for a lot of these big streaming services, right? Um, we've seen uh, the rise and fall of some. You know, we saw what happened to Quibi. We've seen uh, certain streaming services acquire others. We've seen like Disney Plus launch, right? Which then brought like Hulu and ESPN under its umbrella. Uh, and I think. Netflix was the one that everyone was waiting to see. Like, all right, what are they going to do? Like, how are they going to stay at the top of the hill? Right. Um, and this might be it. So a lot of people don't realize how big the video gaming industry is. Mm. The video game industry makes more uh, profit than the movie and music industry combined. Because there's, in, in the video game industry, there's not as much overhead, right? Like, let's say you produce a hundred. $300 billion. Is uh, what uh, we're, we're, we're we're here, and for those who don't understand numbers, that's a fuck ton. Of that's money. a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah, that's uh, that's how many Patrick Mahomes contracts is that? About twenty. Like, uh, <laughs> no, that's about sixty. Am I doing my math right? Because he got paid what five hundred million. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you just, and we got 300 billion. I'm embarrassing myself with yeah, how much math yeah. I don't. That's do. why I asked you. That's a lot of money, right? And yeah. like with the video game industry, and here's the thing that where Netflix is going to profit the most from, like the overhead, right? So let's say you have a game like Call of Duty, and let's say in a year, Call of Duty or Fortnite profits $100 billion in mm. that year, right? Mm. Um, you know how many like designers and developers and like researchers and whatever whatever are are working on these films collectively it's a lot less than what you have to pay like one big time actor to star in the film right like let's say you do a film for netflix with will smith and he gets paid 50 million dollars right there mm -hmm. for to develop a video game you can hire a team of designers and developers for 50 million that you're going to pay one actor right yeah. and production costs on films is way less so that's why the video game industry is so profitable not as much overhead you just have very talented creatives and designers developers and like ideators thinking about how to create a lot of these great uh, great products yeah so, and he just called us stupid uh so he says it's 600 mahomes uh, uh i know it was around there was a six involved in there somehow what, 600 mahomes it's 600 yeah yeah because yeah. he got paid 500 million 500 million is half of a billion uh so you just double whatever the numbers we're trying to get to yeah Easy whatever yeah. <laughs> i should have just took that for myself and ran with him like yeah, yeah i did the quick math it's fine Make, makes sense thanks for the quick math <laughs> Um, he did calculations on his phone. He, he didn't do it himself. <laughs> Either way, so like, so one. Actually, uh, I don't want to sound super stupid, but I divided six billion by five million, which I guess that's not the contract. 
It's 500 million? 500 million. Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be 12 times Mahomes contracts. Look, whatever. Why are we making ourselves sound stupid here? Let's just, we should have just left it where it was. You guys. I asked the question, (laughs) and it's up to you guys to solve it. But you're unable to correct it, which is, you're you're enjoying in the stupidity. I've got the teacher's edition book. (laughs) Teacher's edition book? (laughs) None of our teachers knew what the fuck they were teaching us. They had the teacher's edition book with the answers in it. Okay. Yeah, that's so, what I'm doing. So that would imply you have the answer. You did not have the this, answer. This, I'm trying to teach you something. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've already graduated. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but anyway, continue. Um, uh, so, one, they're entering a very different space than any other streaming service is entering. Right, the video game industry, also a very profitable industry, also an industry in which they're going to be able to leverage a lot of their existing content in order to then create games around those things, right? Stranger Things, uh, I think they mentioned here, Black Mirror. Uh, what, are there, what are some of the other like Netflix original feature or, or shows that you think could become like video games, right? Narcos. Yeah, sell drugs that would be that would be pretty cool if they create like a you. Um, like a gta <laughs> type of game but like but narcos fashion right sure. that'd be pretty dope Maybe. uh <laughs> bozarks we got to launder money i don't know yeah i don't know how that could be terribly what, what are some of your favorite netflix series that you think could become a video game what is my really favorite quickly? netflix series uh probably house of cards i don't think that would be great as a video game that no, seems that like be a that, video yeah, game. problematic yeah yeah Daredevil. Okay, obviously. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that Marvel? It's Marvel, but it was on Netflix, though. Yeah, but Disney's not going to let that fly. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah. No, no yeah. fucking way. Yeah, they could just do a Daredevil like, knockoff, where it's just like, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the instead lawsuits of, were fucking <laughs> Instead of being blind, he's yeah. deaf or something, and he's just like, guys, what are you, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he's not in Hell's Kitchen. He's he's in like Lower East. <laughs> he's in Heaven's Manhattan. Bathroom or some shit. <laughs> no, he's in Hoboken, not Hell's Kitchen. Hoboken. That's it. <laughs> but I think this is a brilliant move for Netflix. Again, everybody was wondering what they're going to do, sure. where they're going to go. Um, it could have been in a partnership, but they were like, you know what? We're just going to enter a new industry. Since we're games. since we're running low on time, I'll just make it brief. Uh, I think it's to re- uh, remain. What is it? Um, to be determined uh, if this is a good move by Netflix. I feel like this is like one of those weird moves where the only way it can really be judged is if it's either successful or if it either fails. But we don't have like a real strong like precedent to like gauge that from. What it feels like, weirdly enough, I remember when remember when it came out with the Engage uh, when we were, when we were a lot younger. It was like the the phone that was like, but it was like a gaming thing. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. It's called the Engage. Engage, yeah. It kind of no. looked like a T-Mobile sidekick. Yeah, somewhat. but it wasn't a sidekick. It was like a gaming thing, whatever. And it fucking... I even got one because I was so... I was like, oh, this shit is dope. Got it. And it was utter trash, right? Um, that's what this kind of feels like, where it's just like you got a cell phone company trying to really sort of like get into the gaming, but it's not like, oh, you can just buy the phone on your, uh, the game on your phone. It was like... This is an actual gaming system, basically, yeah. from a cell phone company. Didn't work. Didn't work too well. Um, and uh, that's what this kind of feels like to me. I know it's not apples to apples in that situation, but this is, that's what this kind of feels like, which is like, you've, I don't know if Netflix knows really what's like. I know they hired a dude who used to be in the gaming uh, Yeah, industry. let's bring in some old PlayStation um, yeah. execs, well, he, people he, from Xbox. The dude from uh, EA and Oculus. Uh, oh, band. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the Engage you see on the, the screen right now. Fuck that. Um, do you remember? You don't remember that? 
No. The friends that I had did not have one of those. <laughs> I'm sure they did. robbing anybody from one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit was just not great uh, at all. Uh, yeah, when Netflix tax, taps into this gaming shit, so here's, I think, where they're going to do, re- hopefully, ho- if they get this right, then the gaming industry, or their like, video game segment is going to take off, in my opinion. One, It absolutely could, yeah. Yeah, one, they, gotta, they had, the, had the content and the games down, right? So we know that. Mm-hmm. The hardware. I would imagine in order for you to like game effectively, you gotta have the controller. Like with Xbox and P- and PlayStation, oh, no, no, the no, controller no, 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 is like no, no, a no, no, huge no. component of it. No, 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 no. You, you're you're getting you're getting it wrong. If they went that in terms of creating their own system, it's destined to fail. Xbox and fucking PlayStation no, not and Nintendo. What are you just talking the about? controller? Why do they need a controller? I mean, how? What are you gonna game with? Like your uh, Samsung? No, TV you can just remote? like rent the game, just like they how they have now. You can rent the games on whatever platform that you have. So if you have a PS4, there'll be a fucking Netflix gaming app that you can go get that you can now rent the games on the cheap for two ninety nine for the forty eight hours, whatever the fuck it is, right? Um, under no circumstances should they fucking get into the hardware game. So you think uh, Netflix is going to do uh, um, Netflix, but for gaming? I think I think they w- are going to create it so that you can game directly from like Netflix's platform, like with independent of like a PlayStation or Xbox. Like you can just like there's like why would they do that? That market is already doing three hundred fucking sure. billion dollars. What part of it do you think you're going to like? innovate or change or do different or as netflix when you know that's not like your fucking wheelhouse it keeps like people that's on stupid. your platform right like if i'm netflix what like, are you talking we've got about? these 10 games you can play on the netflix app and you can like buy like the netflix like remote why would i do that if Fellas, i don't it's pretty dope they're, they're, it's called creating new product streams sounds stupid. no you're missing it they're entering into it via the phone games so it's going to be downloadable from the app store. Well, no, but how is that different from what I'm saying in terms of like it's going to be something that you can download, like whether it's I don't and you, you might write phones compared to like PS4 or Xbox. Right. But that's consistent with what I'm saying, which is it's going to be a downloadable thing that you can download and then you'll be able to either rent or buy or whatever the hell it is uh, games from that platform uh, or from that app versus uh, having some sort of hardware thing that you got to go buy. It's like, dude, like we've already tried. The other things have tried to like replace PS4, and what they really want to do is capture like the, um, you know, like the the Minecraft or the what are, what are, what are some games that people play on phones? Like what the what is it? What is it? Uh, fucking Angry Birds. I know that's not that's like passe, but um, uh, but those type of things. Yeah. They want to. That's what they're trying 2K, to. Like, I think Two K is a big game, like mobile game. Mobile that game. People play. Yeah. Is it though? Two K really? Like basketball? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of like Apple's uh, in the Apple Arcade, one of their like biggest biggest games. Weird. Okay. Yeah. People play that shit on their like what are they, fucking yeah, squinting fuck. to shoot the basket. Like shoot the day. <laughs> That's confusing. Yeah, bro. All I'm doing is shooting, pulling up from the three pointer. Like, uh, There's nothing I'm, else you can do. Yeah. Phone, I, can't, I can't drive to the lane officially. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking going out I'm of bounds out, and shit. Yeah. Like what the half fuck? court. I'm pulling <laughs> up. Um, but anyways, uh, who knows if they're going to be successful or not? I think that this is this this will either go down as like one of those moves. Just like oh, this is a fucking 
genius level move or what the fuck were they thinking the trouble is i feel like it's not something that you can i don't think this is you can predict what's going to happen here i think that just like the movie industry where they changed the game in terms of just how shit operated uh but the problem is with this they're like super late like not just late but like super late right um so it's unpredictable how this thing if i had my guess i would say nah they're they're already too late to the game but I'm not going to underestimate Netflix because it seems like all that they touch, at least most of what they touch, uh, turns into gold uh, aside from, um, you know, when they tried to split up the, uh, when they try to make you pay separately for the DVD shit. Was it, do I have that correct, Daddy? When they tried to like, uh, what did they try to do? They tried to like split it up. Essentially they tried to create two different businesses out of one company one mail in service completely yeah. separate you pay monthly yeah and they lost millions yeah nobody was on that, that. Yeah. yeah yeah uh so it could be the same thing with this who knows uh but in any case we'll fucking wait and see uh yeah, and no. i know that fucking hbo max is praying for their downfall yeah like, it's gonna go one of two ways either this is a huge success they tap into a 300 billion dollar a year industry or it's going to be a huge failure. And quietly like, go away. Have you seen that movie, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> did you like that? Season, we, we got season nine of Stranger Things coming up. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, they're, they're all like fucking, you know, retirement age right now. But it's yeah. fine. You'll still watch it. Right? Um, anyways, uh, let, let's move on to our to our final topic of the night, dude. Uh, look, we, we, we said we wanted to start this. Uh, and here we are starting it. Look, they started with the question. What's the greatest show of all time? Right? Classic question. Everybody fucking has their opinion about what the greatest show uh, is of all time. But how often do people have to actually argue about the greatest show of all time? Uh, ba boom. Uh, so we get our uh, greatest show of all time bracket. Now, unfortunately, the actual bracket is... <laughs> On the other computer that's in the room, uh, so give me one sec to, uh, to to pull this up so I can tell everybody uh, who all the contenders are uh, and what the matchups are for um, for the greatest show of all time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I can just give you the rundown. Um, now, how we came to the greatest show of all time was really interesting, right? That we we talked about it from a, a couple different angles and we uh had a lot of discussion we've all made list of top 10 shows uh of all time um Addy, actually why don't you um go to the uh go to the um either arraign single or the graphic real quick uh-huh. arraign filibuster <laughs> I, I usually have something for this, but I'm not sure I do at the moment. Um, but anyway, so going back to this Netflix thing, <laughs> I think it's going to be hard for them to fuck this up. Um, even if they don't do it like perfectly, nobody else is doing it, right? Like Hulu's not doing it. Now, ugh. If Hulu decides to do it, they could have some like really dope shit like UK Love Island, the video game. <laughs> that shit might be intense. Like you get to pick the couples and you get to pick who recouples, who gets voted off the island, who fucks. Uh, That's basically ooh. The Sims. Is that? That's the Sims. Mm, maybe. Yeah. But it's already been done. Shit, you're right. I forgot about the Sims. 
What happened to The Sims? That was some good stuff. The Sims is it still going? Comes out with games. Really? Who is still playing The Sims? Your mama probably. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) If my mom doesn't know how to game for shit. I mean, that was a hot '90s game. Sims was dope. Windows '98 was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about The Sims. That's you're you're bringing me back here. Bro, that that was the only thing to do in The Sims. What? Just make people fuck. Yeah, true, true. See, I was outside too much to like play The Sims. It was like a computer game at that point, right? See, what, what, what happened with The Sims was it aided to today's woke culture in a good way because everybody started mixing races in that game, mm. different nationalities were banging. Mm. You know, it's a good world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see how... People still bang. I can see how white Americans were probably like, "Mm, well, we don't know if this game incorporates... American values. (laughs) That's what (laughs) That's what older white people say when they're like, yo, we don't like this diversity shit. They're like, well, our American values. What does that mean, Martha? We fucking know. But anyway. Why is it named Martha? Uh... Yeah, so let me uh, let me pull this up here. My apologies. Okay. Damn, dude. So I think we. Uh, what show are you representing today? No, it's, well, Jesus Christ. Uh-oh. Did, did uh oh. Did I uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, fucking. Did I, did I ruin right, something? We, we might have to lop this off from the uh, from from the <laughs> show here because this is not looking great. I am ill prepared for what is about to take place. Uh, I thought it would be easy to pull this up, but uh, this is looking very difficult. Ah, here we go. Okay, never mind. I saved the day. Okay, so we have the greatest show of all time. It's very much always discussed, right? What's the greatest show of all time? What are the shows that usually get mentioned? Breaking Bad, uh, uh, The Sopranos, um, uh, 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 The Wire, you know, uh, get mentioned, right? But what... What does it actually look like if these shows faced off in a fucking single elimination bracket, you know, winner take all type of situation? We need to fucking get to the bottom. Who's the who is exactly the greatest show of all time? And we're going to argue that exact fact. So we have a list. uh, Exact fact. Exact (laughs) fact. I don't know where that came from, but it came from somewhere. Uh, So so we have our bracket here. uh, And I wish I uh, maybe I can send this to Addy. I don't know. But we can put the bracket up on the board. Yeah, just email it to me. Yeah, I'll go ahead and email this to you. Uh, But uh, who's currently on that bracket is um, the number one seed right now, The Office. Uh, the number two seed, uh, hold on here. The number two seed, uh, is of course, um, the wire. The number three seed is the Sopranos. Uh, the number four seed is, uh, Mad Men. The number five seed friends, number six seed breaking bad, number seven seed fresh prince. I thought we changed. Do we change that now? No, I think we uh, we change it to. We change it to Fresh Prince, right? Okay, all right. Uh, And then finally routing it up, coming in, coming in unexpectedly as the eighth seed, Game of Thrones. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, greatest show of all time. We're about to get into it. We're about to get into it here. Okay, so tonight 
first round, the first game in the first round, The Office versus Game of Thrones. Holy shit. Number one seed versus number eight seed. What the fuck is going on here? This is going to be a great match. It's like the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. My friend. Is going to be delicious uh, this 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 battle uh, between the office and Game of Thrones. Now, look, we're going to establish a couple of rules, two minutes to argue, uh, and we we have four different categories. Okay, uh, the the categories include acting, um, overall. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, acting, and then we have yeah, uh, acting, character development, um, overall story. And then we just have a wild card that we're going to change around with each game, right? Um, or, or each matchup that takes place. Uh, tonight's wild card, I just established as social impact. How the fuck has this impacted the zeitgeist, the, the, the culture, the people, the people? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, so, yeah, so that's what we're going to be arguing tonight. We're going to have two minutes per, uh, per category. Right. So for acting, we'll have two minutes to argue our side from either side, yada, yada. Uh, at the end of all this, um, next week, we're going to come back and announce what, who the winner is. Now, how we come to the winner is we have our, our, uh, our colleagues, uh, Addy, as well as Sergio, who are going to be two of the judges and, and, and rate our arguments. Uh, but then also, we're gonna, we want to we know your opinions from the audience. You guys, we're going to put some polls out there, and you guys let us know, based off of what we're arguing, who has won the argument of who wins this particular matchup, okay? Uh, and so that, that's how we're going to run it here um and so yeah with that i don't think we have any further ado addy there is a bell uh in the audio uh section of the uh the um the the setup here uh that you can ring to either start the round or end the round uh and so uh, or you know if somebody's going on for two minutes you can keep track of it um and if they're going over time then uh then you can ring the bell um so yeah with all that being said i think uh i think we might be good to go um let's see my friend there we go i like it uh and addy this is coming to your uh live uh account yeah, i'm waiting for it yeah it is indeed sent okay um so my friend let's begin uh, who's on the clock first? Addy, I'll leave it up to you. Who, who goes first in this situation? Uh, I'm arguing for Game of Thrones, and Arane is arguing for The, the Office. office. Ugh. Ugh. Who wants, who wants that to win? Ooh, I like this. I okay. like this. Listen. Okay, so we're starting off with the acting category. Now, Arane, I know this is a hard for you to accept. We've got two minutes to argue listen, this, okay? listen. Two minutes. All You're I very long-winded. One minute and 59 That's, seconds. That's okay. <laughs> you got to listen for the bell. Yeah, Start okay. and end, all right? You ready? Yes. Do it. So, here is why in this particular matchup, The Office is the, the clear winner here. Mm-hmm. We got to have to look at the quality of actors that have been featured on this film. We've mm-hmm. got Steve Carell. It's a show to start off with. A uh, okay. TV show who since this, uh, since being featured on The Office has gone on to have a stellar career in Hollywood. Sure. Most recently on one of a uh, show that you and I both enjoyed, um, uh, the morning show on Apple TV, John mm-hmm. Krasinski, uh, Rain Wilson's character as Dwight Schrute. I mean, one of the most iconic 
iconic characters in TV history. Uh, we've got uh, fucking, uh, and, and not to mention the features that we have on this show. Uh, Idris Elba, Ali Kemper, who is in some hot shit recently. <laughs> Maybe not much in her. I don't know. Craig Robinson. <laughs> and one of my favorite actors from another show uh, that's uh, on TV, The Blacklist. We've got uh, well, uh, yeah, take that Robert California. First. It, what is damn how do i forget his name i love this guy oh uh, spade spader uh, uh james spader, james spader yeah. is it james spader yeah. yeah so i think when you look at like the cast right mm-hmm. overall there's so much immense talent here and that not only have these people uh played some of the most iconic characters on tv that we've known and loved for many 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 years these actors have gone on to have stellar careers outside of this tv series which only continues to elevate the show Cool. Uh, okay, so all of that was uh, utter nonsense. Uh, all you really did was Mindy just... Kaling. But you're on the clock. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but okay. Uh, okay. Um, so you still have 30 seconds. That's nah, fine. He doesn't need it, right? I rescind my time. Okay. <laughs> you rescind your time. Um, okay. Tune Cool. Um, so, look, how do we technically gauge uh, if something, uh, if somebody's having a good acting uh, or if a show has good acting, right? The only way to really gauge that, unfortunately, as much as I might fucking hate them, are war chores, right? Uh, so, forget the actual sh- show, right? Uh, how many awards the actual show has won. How many awards have the individual actors on the show, uh, how many awards have they won individually mm. and not for any other shows but for that specific show guess how many it is for the uh for for game of thrones 50 six 56 awards individually that mm. they've won for this specific show peter dinklage uh won primetime emmy awards for outstanding uh supporting actor in a drama series a record four times my dudes are setting records over here okay but not only that jack gleason who played joffrey baratheon right number four all time on rolling stone's top 40 list of hated characters or or villains uh, of all time so when you want to talk about acting i don't think i need to say much more than that 56 awards between them uh for uh for game of thrones right um i rest i don't I, i rescind my time as well i don't need much more to, uh, to, to argue about. My dudes have hardware behind them. Next next topic. Mm. That was Feeling from, the heat? That was from an all-white... <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Academy Awards. Yeah, I know. Aegis uh, Alba was like, damn, wasn't I yeah. in the office? Don't I deserve one? Um, okay, the next topic is character development. So, uh, one of the things that... Uh? Ooh, yeah, who's on the clock? Yeah, you know, wait for you, that you, bell. You know, I just like to take these things and run with it. <laughs> Boom. So one of the things that we love most about The Office is how like real the characters feel, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for anyone who's ever worked in an office environment like that. There is a character on The Office who reminds you of someone you know or someone you work with, whether it's mm-hmm. your boss, your coworker, the person you hate. So... This show, the number one thing this show did well is believability. It, these characters felt very real. They felt very common. You felt like you knew them, which is why the show was so successful. Steve Corral being the boss who uh, is, is you know, you could do his job better than, than he is. Jenna Fisher, the hot, cute front desk girl. John Krasinski, the guy who, like, just doesn't really give a shit, doesn't want to be there. Uh, uh, 
Uh, you've got Brian, who's kind of like the guy who is. How did you get this job? Are you on the spectrum? No disrespect to anyone you know, on the spectrum, but still, uh, Angela, <laughs> the person in the office who's just kind of like that, you know, the bitch that you love to hate Jesus. or whatever. I'm sorry, I'm throwing out words here. <laughs> but the great and Phyllis, who's like the you know the office mom, so to speak, right? And, and then you've got Rain uh, or Dwight Schrute, who's like the overachiever, you know, who the guy who's up the boss's ass. Um, but everybody on the show played a character that was so believable. But not only were they believable, they also like grew on you. They grew over time. They developed. I mean, we see what happened with Steve Corral. He goes from this being this boss who you think is just like you know out of his wits, doesn't really know what he's doing, to being like you find out over time that like he really does care about his staff. He cares about his people. Ends up falling in love and moving away with Holly to to Denver. You see John Krasinski, uh, his character Jim and Pam fall in love and start a family and kind of start a life together. Uh, you know, you see some of the development that happens with Creed, um, as well as uh, uh, what is this guy's name, Ryan, as well as like uh, Kaylee Cooper. You know, their like love story that develops mm, mm, really great character development. Oh so. well, you're going overtime now, so I threw a couple um, extra punches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they would have uh, they would have uh, uh, fined you or, or, or uh, penalized you somehow for that. Um, okay, uh, do I get a bell? What do I, what's happening? Um, okay. So, um, what you, I, I'd like to, you know, before I get into my things, I'd like to point everybody's, uh, attention to the fact that you spent a great deal of that talking about, um, uh, believability, right? That, uh, oh, the characters are really believable. I don't know exactly what that has to do with character development, but okay, fair enough, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to argue. But then also, even when you did talk about character development, what you said was, and you can uh, adjust me if I'm wrong here. Um, the difference between there's a difference between uh, character development um, and a character reveal, right? What you talked about was, oh, we learned that Steve Carell or Michael's character over the course of time. Oh, he actually does care about his staff. His character doesn't actually change throughout the entire course of the show, right? You just it gets revealed that, oh, he actually does care about the staff, but he does. He's still the same fucking cut up idiot boss at the end of the show that he started at you know, uh, at the beginning of the show, fair enough. I'll I'll, I'll argue that, but uh, you know, the audience can make their choice. Look, when we talk about character development. We're just talking about change. How does the character change from the beginning of the show to the end of the show? Simple. Sansa, right? Stark, right? She goes from being this sort of uh, you know the princess. Uh, you know, she's going to be the spineless, dainty sort of princess uh, to she becomes the hard nosed queen of the North. Right? Is what she ends up being. Okay. And sorry for my apologies. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched this. Uh, Jamie Lannister goes from being this fucking cruel, careless, callous uh, knight to sacrificing himself for basically everybody that he loves. Right? Uh, doing everybody, everything for everybody else. From Brienne Tarth, uh, Cersei, everybody. He does everything for everybody else character change right uh, from beginning in theon Greyjoy, you know he goes from being this fucking pompous like he's like he loves the proximity to power at, at the beginning of the show right he's in close with the starks and all that shit and then by the end of the show he doesn't fucking want anything to do with power right in fact he's doing his best to stay out of power that he could go over and take over for the Greyjoys, but he's like fuck that shit boom don't need any more time mm. perfect mm. Catch up, Moraine. I don't think I you, told you. Uh, I don't catch up. Really, I don't think you really made a point. Good. Oh, I did Sansa make a point. In C- ah, I see. <laughs> uh, I see. That development, though. Overall story. No, I think, I think you took the L in that round. 
Uh, you can say it, but it doesn't mean it's true. And you see, I'm a counter puncher. Wait, who's on the clock? Am I you? On yes. The clock right now? <laughs> Jesus, Wait, this guy's see? dizzy. But you can't just fucking start the bell. Uh, so what are we on? We're, now we're talking about the overall story. story. That's right. it. Yeah. So here's why The Office is so great. Mm-hmm. Again, it just goes back to the heart of like what the show is really about. Being a, a group of people who work together, who... Uh, you know, the people you see every day in the office, right? That's what this show is really about. And the many different characters and personalities in that office. And the reason why people like this show is it's so relatable. It's so, it, it feels very common. Again, whether you work in an office setting like this and you have people, you know, in the office that remind you of these characters, or these could be your just your friends, your family members, whatever it may be. The overall story here is just so relatable. It's so believable. And the number one thing, it's funny. There's a reason why this is one of the most watched shows on um, uh, Netflix, on any streaming service uh, uh, globally, because people resonate with this show. They enjoy the the comedy, uh, and there's something just wholesome and believable about this story. And that, and not to mention great characters, and you know, and and you see, being able to watch these characters develop over time. You already lost the last round. There's no reason to go back, but okay. I, I, I just had to signal the win there. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, is it? Is it? Uh, am I good? Should I? Should I start? What's happening here? Boom. Okay. Look. Uh, when we talk about a show like Game of Thrones, look, there, there's there's on the face, it's just a, a, a geopolitical uh, story from like fucking what I guess is uh, passes for old England, right? Or our old European fucking warfare or some shit, right? Um, so th- that's really sort of the face of the show. But what is the show really about? The, the heart of the show uh, uh, Game of Thrones, what it's really about, simple question. What do you do with bullies, Right. Simple question, but done in a very complex way where fucking there's there's uh, there's treachery involved. There's there's relationships involved. uh, uh, There's families, different factions involved. All of it very captivating. Right. But at the heart of it is that central question. What do you do with bullies? Right. That's a very simple question. But the way that they go about displaying that question, right? Where you have uh, Daenerys Targaryen who starts out as this fucking the hero of the story who's gonna come and she's gonna set everybody free. Doesn't quite happen that way, right? Um, and it shows you how we can cheer for the villain, right? Uh, even though they're, uh, even though the person can look like the hero of the story, what they actually are is the villain and we're cheering for them the entire fucking way because they just uh the way that they carry about their business is is in the way that we like right so in it we have to face our own uh if you're cheering for Daenerys you're cheering uh for your your own inner villain based off of the shit that she does right that you're cheering for the entire way since she's doing like fucked up things right so at the at the at the heart of the show lies the question: What do you do with villain, or what do you do with bullies? And they ask that question with Cersei. They ask that question with uh, the Mad King. Uh, they ask that question with everybody in the show. And in truth, they leave it up to the viewers. You decide what you do uh, uh, with the bullies. Saved by the bell. Was I? Weren't going um, anywhere with that shit. Okay, uh, you know, making <laughs> snarky comments after the fact doesn't mean you actually won the <laughs> the argument. That's just you trying to save face. The jury did not hear. Oh, okay. So I, I in no way swayed the jury's decision. Fair enough. Uh, the next round, wild card, social impact. One of the most quotable shows of 
all mm, time for sure easily for sure the office mm-hmm. easily um i mean i'm just gonna i'm just gonna run through, run, just the gonna quotes. Run through a few here you're, you're gonna, gonna do through. that that's that's your that's your yeah. okay sometimes i'll start a sentence and i don't <laughs> even know where it's going i just hope i find it along the way you see that smile on yeah. your face it, you just remember it listen i talk a lot so i've learned to tune myself out yeah you remember who said that uh I'm not going to do it, but like, no, no, God, no. You remember that. One of the the office memes are yeah. some of the best memes on the interwebs, on Twitter world, as OJ Simpson <laughs> would say. So when we talk about social impact of the show, again, going back to why this is the better show, it's relatable, it's believable, it's funny, and there's nothing that resonates more with people, especially when you're talking about connecting people, right, than humor. And in the office, there's so many different people, so many different personalities, and they're all connected through sharing this 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 very like real experience through a lens of humor, not to mention the fact that, I mean, so many amazing and funny quotable moments. You remember Prison Mike? You remember Prison Mike. Who doesn't remember Prison Mike? <laughs> the worst thing about prison was the what, 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 the Dementors. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't know why I went for that one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, social impact. Like this is one of the syndicated. Like what? Fucking a thousand countries worldwide. The longest. I, I believe in twenty twenty was the most streamed TV show. Uh, um, fucking on on streaming, The Office. Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you done? That's it. I've my time. Listen, you can okay. have my extra 15 seconds. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, well, I'll wait for the bell before I... Okay. Boom. Okay. Okay. So while you just did all of that cute stuff, okay, um, what I will opt to go with is hardcore numbers. Okay. Look, in the seventh season, uh, season, uh, in the seventh season for the show, uh, they regularly drew in 10 million viewers. Uh, for those people who aren't initiated that's a lot of fucking people to watch one single fucking show at any given time 10 million people struggle to fucking get a million people to watch their show let alone 10 million people in a season she's as as Faye would say she's right uh uh with millions of people uh who watched and that's what's people watching the show illegally too right so on top of the people who fucking are getting it for free somehow 10 million people actually tuned in to fucking, they paid money to watch the show. Okay. If that doesn't fucking uh, uh, draw your, your attention, 19.3 million people watched the finale. Let me state that again. 19.3 million people watched the finale. That's almost 20 million people at a single point in time were all glued to their televisions watching a fucking show. That's insane. Okay? And look, if you want to talk about sayings, I feel like there were a few quotable moments from, from Game of Thrones. In fact, they were sayings for each one of their houses. The North remembers. What is dead may never die. A Lannister always pays his debts. And one of my favorites, it wasn't even in English, right? It was in fucking a made up language. All men must die. Uh, all men are going to die sooner or later. Or I guess there's some uh, vala de jores, vala me godes, right? Is, 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 is how it went, right? Uh, all men must die, all men must serve. That's the actual quote, right? So if you want to talk about quotables, there are a few quotable moments from, from Game of Thrones as well. I remember for like a month after the series finale, I was saying that shit all over the place. Vala Magodis, Vala Mahadis. Woo! Under the bell. That was okay. Mm, you know you liked it. You're about to start saying it too. 
Oh, man, right. I'm glad you threw some numbers out there because The Office did have 57 billion minutes of viewership in 2020. But, you know, hey. Yeah, yeah, that's repeat. I'm talking about live. I'm talking about when it was happening. Sure. Over the course of an entire pandemic well, year. I'm sorry, okay. not everyone can afford HBO. <laughs> you oh, can everybody afford either Netflix or Peacock, whenever that shit was? It's uh, HBO, yeah. you, you elitist no? Americans. It? Scumbag. Actually, it's HBO really is $15 a month. Uh, and uh, uh, Netflix is twelve, so three dollars cheaper. Using someone's username and, and, <laughs> and password. Oh, fair enough. Okay, I can't. I can't talk to you about cheating, but okay. Um, I'm sorry. What were you about to say? Yeah, one correction, Arane. There's not a thousand countries in the world. It's 195, and the office is only syndicated in eight countries. Well, you're talking about Fact this chat. Ooh. I'm talking about. In, in, in the, I'm talking about in the 12 universes. Okay. You yeah. Look. 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 Bigger. Look. Don't feel bad because I. I think I did butcher the. Uh, the. The saying for the. Uh, for the. The you Valerian. Butchered it. But. It, but it was. Uh, all men must die. All men must serve. Is. But I forget. It was Vala Dohades and Vala Valar Do yes. Mahores or something like that. Anyways, whatever. I still won, so I don't care. Uh, we'll let the viewers decide. Yeah, yeah, we do. We we should not lead the witness. Look, let us know either in the comment section or we put, we'll put a uh, poll out to, uh, to 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 let us know. We'll probably put that out on IG or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But either way, man, uh, that was fun. Uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the the quick. Uh, I'm glad I put a time limit. Otherwise, we'd have been yeah, here for glad we put forever. a timer on that. Yeah. Um. So we will decide the fate of these few uh, particular shows. But next week, uh, I don't know why my voice cracked when I'm saying that, but uh, but it did. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not running from that fact. Um, next week we will be discussing. Why am I stuttering all of a sudden? My fucking I, I feel like I, I didn't get my like iron today or vitamins today. Maybe and I'm just like I'm running yeah, yeah. short here on have enough protein electrolytes or something. I don't know. Um, so next week we got a fantastic matchup. We got the number four seed versus the number five seed. Mad Men. Versus friends. What an mm -hmm. interesting matchup. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting matchup. That's a very good one. Different styles, much like Game of Thrones in the office. Different styles. Yeah, it's a very but good. Kind of comparable. Kind of comparable. But we'll check that out. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that is our time for today. We are rescinding our time, uh, <laughs> as <laughs> Rain has stated. As Maximilian. She says, I am reclaiming my time. That's her thing. Yeah, yeah you're man. right. You're right. Jesus Christ. Sounded man. good. You, you, you <laughs> could have let me live with that one. Yeah. And that's for the opposite thing where you're continuing to talk uh, instead of stopping to talk. But anyways, uh, what would we be if we didn't ignore facts here on the Fate Podcast? Uh, with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We, we, we love you. The fact that you guys watch, you guys uh, fuck with us. Uh, but also hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that